Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> Attorney General Bill Barr has now received the report from uh, Special Counsel Robert Mueller. The investigation, 675 days old, is now over. I must say, I don't think it looks good. No further indictments. Did the Democrats put too much trust in the Mueller report? My takeaway is there's a very real prospect that he may be the first president uh, in quite some time to face the real prospect of jail time. Do you agree with Congressman Adam Schiff that President Trump could be indicted and possibly face jail time? Yes. Absolutely, I think he can be looked at and perhaps even charged with obstruction of justice. It certainly looks uh, like they are the kind of offenses uh, that would call for impeachment hearings. I don't need the Mueller report to know he's a traitor. I have a TV. Yes, if you have a TV or a Twitter account, you've already seen obstruction of justice. I doubt it. You are fake news. Very fake news. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. This guy can read over he is. Get your hard version back out of here! Alright, go, go. In five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can go, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. The Mueller report, as you heard in the intro, is now complete, and A.G. William Barr has released his summary of the findings. I know you read through his documents. What do we got? Rock-solid case for uh, Russian collusion? Nothing. We got a lot of nothing. Obstruction? Kind of kind of unclear on that, I guess. But, yeah, we got, a what, two years and $30 million of nothing. Big, giant nothing burger. But at least we get the show of... Certain members of the left and the Democratic Party trying to maintain the narrative, doubling down. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's some entertaining stuff. So I can't wait to check in on some of the best reactions. Rachel from, Maddow especially is, you know, top keck. We'll talk about it when we get to there. Not that I'm trying to defend Rachel Maddow, but I'm not convinced she's crying in the clip. She does look sad, Just- but I can't. She's got a little Roseanne face going. Okay. We'll, we'll evaluate whether or not there are genuine tears in Rachel Maddow's eyes uh, in a moment. Plus, New Zealand bans so-called military-style weapons after the Christchurch shooting. The new law isn't even through Parliament yet, and it's not even clear what guns specifically are banned. At least I can't tell. All the bad ones. But you got to turn them in. Otherwise, you're an insta-felon. Uh, so I suspect there's going to be a lot of unfortunate boating accidents in New Zealand. Make sure to uh, wear your life jackets when you go boating in New Zealand and unfortunately lose all your guns at the bottom of the sea. Very tragic. 
Good luck but to all the families. She doing wasn't that. wearing a hijab this time. Oh, the uh, the prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see uh, Michael Moore's tweet about her? I should have saved it. I think you sent it to me, but refresh my memory. It, it he said something like, "This is what leadership looks like." She put on a hijab, said, oh, "They yeah. are us." Yeah, yeah. And did and and banned guns within six days. Plus, she's a her or whatever. It was it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Uh, but we we got more to discuss tonight. The president of the uh, SPLC is resigning, and other top officials are out amid a strange sexism and racism scandal. It's mm-hmm. odd uh, that when supposed bigotry is within the SPLC suddenly they're very hush hush about it and yeah. exposing bigotry is no longer their mission. Yeah, they seem to be imploding but they're not being very transparent about it. I've not seen what specifically the guy who got fired is alleged to have done. It seems like some kind of vague sexual harassment and or racism claim. If, That's what I've seen. Yeah. If but, I nothing, it correctly, but, but nothing but yeah. nothing specific, yeah. Uh there've been two murders in recent weeks by illegal aliens, one in California and one in Washington state. We'll check up on those stories. Plus some hoax hate a shocking story about how one of those drag Queens reading stories to children at a local library is actually a sex offender against kids. No shock. Uh, plus surprise cringe to close one of the weirder surprise cringe cases I've seen in some time, but don't worry. It's not gross and it's not uh, child related. Okay. Or at least there are no children depicted. Let's put it that way. But we'll close with that. And uh, we will, of course, take super chats on YouTube or Streamlabs in between topics, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show, because we are no good low down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thanks for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for supporting us on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. And thanks for emailing us at speedyinthebeta at gmail.com. If you want to take the show on the go in an audio format, find those links in the description, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. Wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. Got some uh, brief updates before we hop into some stories. Uh, You'll notice a change of scenery slightly. Blonde is finally on her desktop. The saga of Blonde's internet continues. So we got you set up on a wired, high-quality desktop. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of a mix. I like sitting on the ground, so like my legs are dangling. This whole thing's kind of weird. So hopefully this setup will mitigate the mystery that is your internet connection as much as we possibly can outside of um, Spectrum. You know, I've had my own adventures with Spectrum customer service in the past, and thankfully I don't have to do that anymore. And then, uh, you know, since I was aiming for evenly matched backgrounds in the past, the ever-controversial white background for me is gone, so I can't wait till... People get mad at me for switching that. <laughs> yeah. Who right knows? when they got used to it. Who knows? It's, you know, we always got to change one little thing to make people mad. But uh, hopefully this setup uh, will work a little bit better technologically and we won't deal with blonde sudden disappearances and me scrambling <laughs> to uh, entertain people yeah. and play the keyboard cat song when you go away while I look for something to, uh, to put up on screen. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, and thanks for people's patience uh, when we have encountered technical issues in the past uh, few episodes or so. Do have an update on the uh, the show meetups. We've got a group in Cleveland that had a uh, a good meetup. That looks awesome. Hope you guys had fun in Cleveland. Well, that's a strong beard. Lots of strong beards. It's a good beard game in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Uh, then down uh, down under in Melbourne is how you say it, right? Melbourne. That's a dapper group down in Melbourne, Australia. 
Uh, hope you guys had a good uh, dinner. I, I, they sent some other pictures as well, and they were I think they all watched the show together, too. It really? looked like they had some kind of conference room set up or something fancy. Aww. So glad you guys had fun. And, um, and I'm not trying to inspire any kind of rivalry among our awesome local meetup groups, but the video that I got from the Tulsa group I have to say is the coolest submission I, I've received so far because they have the coolest arsenal I've seen so far. That's yeah. not a shot at any of these other well, groups. You didn't I just have to say that. want to give some attention to uh, the Tulsa group. Check out this brief video they sent in. Cool. What is that? So, so uh, that that was that was a CZ Scorpion with a binary trigger. That's what that was. How fun! That looks like the most fun afternoon. Yeah, they got a couple of uh, pieces of equipment in that group that I myself would like to own someday. So, I hope you guys had fun, and uh, hopefully, you guys can uh, can do this more in the future. So, uh, yeah, and uh, uh, of course, um, if you're interested in finding people listeners in your area who would like to do the same kind of meetups maybe even listeners with sweet guns who knows uh you can check out the links in the description there's a sign up form to put your name onto the public list and then a link to the list itself i just checked before the show there's almost 1200 people on this list seriously that's insane so odds are pretty good that there might be somebody who listens in your area who might be down to uh to hang out and then you got new friends who maybe don't we have a serbia meetup going on I think there are at least a couple in Serbia. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so I'm glad you guys continue to make these meetups a success. And of course, if you have a meetup in your area, send us a picture and uh, we'll put it up on the show. Okay. Before we get into, um, before we get into the main stories tonight, the Mueller report and the New Zealand gun ban, I got a bunch of quick stories, a bunch of stuff that honestly would be more, we'd probably spend more time discussing were it not for some of the other major news quickly from, uh, from our friend, Owen Benjamin, he posted a video. Oh, sorry, my lights were going crazy for a second. They just flickered, but I guess they're not going to disappear. Might have to oh, do no. it in the dark. <laughs> Speaking of technical difficulties. <laughs> um, yeah, so Owen, uh, Owen has been having some controversial streams lately. Let's put it that way. But it turns out YouTube has decided to crack down on him. And they're refunding his super chat and subscription revenues from the past two months. Here's what Owen has to say about what YouTube has decided to do to his channel. They are refunding all of the super chats and membership uh, subscription stuff from February and March. So now, not only is my channel demonetized, they're not even gonna pay me for all of those super chats that you guys gave me. That would offend me if I were you. You know, like all of those super chat, like all of those live streams we did, you should take it as an insult that you can't support what you like, that you're being treated like a baby. Yeah. So, so I share this with our audience. Um, I mean, I've not seen any confirmation of this, at least myself. I'm taking Owen's word for it, but I, I share this not to complain 
Uh, but just so that people are aware of what's potentially going on with YouTube, I just we're very grateful for people that choose to support the show in whatever avenue they choose to do that. I just want to make sure that our audience is aware of the ways in which YouTube and other actors, right. for that matter, may be inserting themselves into that relationship between us as the people making the show and the audience of the show. So did they get refunded or did this turn into some charitable donation? I'm unclear on that too. I've not been able to, to confirm. He says refunded. The e Owen is saying the email that was sent to him was refund. Okay. So I guess that's better than going to planned parenthood or whatever yeah. else, but, but, um, but yeah, so this, this may be going on. Maybe, uh, maybe not. I don't know. The point is, I just want people to be aware of these things so that they can make the best decisions they can. Or, uh, and, and whatever you decide to do is totally cool. If Super Chat YouTube is not your thing, that's why we have Streamlabs set up as well. In addition to the website and other places, if you, uh, if you don't want to risk it with Susan Wiki Wiki over at YouTube. Uh, some other stories. Big, big pieces of news, like I said, that would get discussed in any other week. But... Um, but hey, the uh, apparently the final ISIS stronghold has fallen, at least according to a report in uh, Fox News. The uh, this is the village of Baguz. I don't know how to say it. Baguz, Syria. I don't know how to. We'll, we'll go with that. Uh, but it's not Baguz. Look at Baguz. <laughs> Take a vacation there oh, now. Yeah. Now that there's no more ISIS. Uh, but apparently it is, it is liberated of ISIS control. None of the main surviving ISIS leaders have been caught in Baguz. Instead, they have left their men to fight alone. Formal announcement of the area's liberation is expected soon, according to this Fox News report. So, hey, positive news and something that in the context of all the other stuff going on, not a lot of people are talking about. Remember... Cesar Sayak? Cesar Sayak? Yes, but I must confess that I had completely forgotot about the story. I kind of did too. Like, oh, uh, yeah. But I never forgot about this mugshot. I oh, definitely yeah. never forgot about old Sharpie hair and the mugshot. <laughs> Say, recall this is the man who was accused of sending uh, pipe bombs. Well, I guess I should. I say accused to be technically correct, but he's pleading guilty. Like he's no longer accused. Yeah. Uh, this is the guy who, according to his own guilty plea now, sent pipe bombs in the mail to Democrats and left-wing media outlets. Mm -hmm. Uh, throughout last fall, remember this was right before the midterm elections, which led to all kind of like uh, all kinds of sort of tinfoil hattery That's about right. false flags and things like that. Uh, but he's and no one he, was injured, right? Uh, as I recall, no injuries. I don't think any of his bombs actually worked, uh, and they were faulty bombs. Which the debate was: were they intentionally faulty, or did he just suck at his terrorism? Mm. Who knows? Uh, anyway, he pleaded guilty before a federal judge in New York. He faces a possible life sentence. His sentencing is scheduled for September 12th on 65 criminal counts. Nobody was killed or injured. Yeah, but you can't send threatening material through the mail. Yeah, but that seems a little harsh, doesn't it? <laughs> you want to go to bat for old Cesar Sayak? Yeah, sure. Nobody was, nobody was injured. He, Cesar didn't, he didn't do, right? But I'm like, Smollett gets life. Right, small, okay, good transition. <laughs> Oh, wait, know, right? the story needs to load up here. According to the uh, Chicago Sun-Times, there's another wrinkle in the Jussie Smollett story. So it turns out that there's this kind of weird relationship between the, what is it, the Cook County State Attorney? Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox. She's the lady who recused herself from this case for sort of unclear reasons, and now maybe we have some idea about potentially why or what's going on here. But anyway, the Chicago's pol uh, Chicago Police Un Union claims that 
Kim Fox, this attorney, state attorney, tried to persuade Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson to transfer the investigation into Jesse Smollett's story to the FBI. In text messages, Fox spoke with uh, Tina Chen, a Chicago attorney and former Michelle Obama chief of staff and a relative of Smollett. Fox wrote, uh, quote, spoke to the superintendent earlier. He's going to make the ask. Trying to figure out logistics, I'll keep you posted. And Smollett's relative replied, oh, my God, this would be a huge victory. So it seems like there was some behind-the-scenes coordination to try to go easy on Smollett. Uh, whether, it appears that didn't happen, obviously, but this is what the Chicago police are saying. They want a federal investigation into this lady. So we'll see, we'll see how, if that happens or not. Yeah, fine, but no more resources spent on this whole case. <laughs> like, yeah. Fair enough. Um, we spoke a couple weeks ago about Trump's planned executive order on campus free speech, and I was wondering at the time what the specifics would say. And we still don't know. We still basically don't know, but Trump did sign this thing on Thursday. It requires universities accepting federal money uh, to uphold free speech. The actual text in question reads, quote, the heads of covered agencies shall, in coordination with the director of the Office of Management and Budget, take appropriate steps in a manner consistent with applicable law, including the First Amendment, to ensure institutions that receive federal research or education grants promote free inquiry, including through compliance with all applicable federal laws, regulations, and policies. To me, that sounds like public universities or universities receiving public money are going to follow the law. Okay. Yeah, it seems mostly symbolic. Don't get me wrong. I like the the gesture and I like having an ally of free speech in the White House, but it doesn't seem like this is going right. to do that. much. And how is it going to stop them from doing underhanded stuff like not utilizing the police force to protect? Uh, That's where it gets dicey. And yeah. those details aren't really included. So we don't know. How, there's no directive specifically for how the order is going to be implemented or enforced, how much yeah. grant money is going to be affected. Um, what there's there's no ask for colleges or universities to agree to a specific set of language or a specific policy necessarily other than the first amendment itself, mm. which again, that's why it's in the constitution. It already governs the, these public realms anyhow. Right. This doesn't seem enforceable or specific enough to do anything. I think it mostly is a symbolic gesture at the end of the day. But like I said, I, I appreciate the symbolism coming from somebody in a position of power in, a, in an era where it is ironic how we've got the head of the federal government, or at least the head of the executive branch, standing up and saying, we need more free speech. We need, we need to protect speech. Meanwhile, the threats to speech are all kind of like business interests or private citizens. We've kind of reversed what the founders of the country yeah. feared, I suppose, in terms of what the real threats to free speech are. I'm sick of these trump symbolic victories though i'm like deal with immigration i don't care about anything else <laughs> well i don't know that we have any additional wall news this week at least not that i've seen i've so given up on that <laughs> but if you want to shit on trump of course i shit i shat i shitted i shat uh, whatever I, I i i did not like how he handled the bump stock ban in fact that's probably my most hated thing that he's done but i have uh, we've been trying to keep people updated on the uh, the court case uh, challenging the ATF's bump stock ban if you're interested in Second Amendment issues or if you happen to be one of these bump stock owners because, of course, the deadline is Tuesday. If you have a bump stock and it's an unregistered, if it's not registered as a machine gun with the ATF... You're going to be uh, a super felon. You're going to be an insta-felon if you don't have it, uh, if, you don't ha if you haven't destroyed it or turned it in or anything like that. Uh, so the GOA, the Gunners of America, have been tr uh, challenging this in court. They had hoped to get an injunction to stop the enforcement of the bump stock ban starting Tuesday, but uh, they have failed to do so. 
So the uh, GOA attorneys have appealed and they hope to hear from the appeals court on Monday with some indication of whether the court will grant a stay of the deadline. But as of this recording, everything I've seen, uh, you better take a boat. You better take your bump stock in a boat as well. You'll have to have an unfortunate boating accident with that thing too. Because if you're found in possession of it on Wednesday by the feds and nothing changes here, again, it's the same thing as having an unregistered machine gun. That's insanity. A piece of plastic will get you a felony and years in jail or a massive fine. So keep your eyes on it if you are one of the people who uh, possesses one of these things. Okay, two more things to check in on 2020 politics before we get into uh, the Mueller stuff. Uh, this was Real so quick. cringe. <laughs> I was going to say, who's the queen of cringe in the campaign? It's got to be Kirsten Gillibrand at this point, right? Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. Well, let me back up because i got to set the context. We, we reviewed the clip a few weeks ago, that painfully awkward clip of Kirsten Gillibrand at an Iowa restaurant. I think it was a pizza restaurant or something like that. The and she's talk- Yeah, she's talking to people. And a young woman kind of comes. It's sort of crowded. But I think they're crowded there for the pizza, not for Kirsten Gillibrand. A young woman kind of brushes by her, and Kirsten Gillibrand is like asking her what she's doing. And she says, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm just trying to get some ranch. I don't care about <laughs> talking to you, Kirsten yeah. Gillibrand. I'm just here for ranch. Well, Kirsten Gillibrand has decided to embrace the meme, which normally I like a little self-deprecation and memeing. But this, this did not land. I'll let you be the judge, though. Here's Kirsten Gillibrand on Twitter says it's good to be back in Iowa do you do you like my new workout shirt Kirsten Gillibrand pumping iron she looks like Tilda Swinton <laughs> she kind of does and if you can't if you can't uh, if you're having trouble reading the shirt I'm just trying to get some ranch which is of course a, j- a joke at her own expense um what do you think of uh she's got some like let's get her arms down here there's some arm definition there what do you think of that I that- genuinely don't care <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of grossed out. Okay, well, if that didn't hit for you, uh, there's another candidate uh, competing with Gillibrand for the 2020 Martin O'Malley Who Award is uh, former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper, who is so irrelevant, we haven't even discussed him on this show. And we've discussed almost all the irrelevance, including Amy Klobuchar and, and all the rest of them. Kirsten Gillibrand, of course. Well, John Hickenlooper did a CNN town hall with Dana Bash and was asked about the part of his book where he described seeing a pornographic film with his mom. Here's the answer. You went to see an X-rated movie (laughs) with your mother. Thank you so much for that question. Anytime. Um, I thought it was better to write a book to let people really see who you were and, and the dumb things you did as well as the smart things. I came home and my mother hated to cook. I mean, she... She was just a strong, powerful woman who got stuff done in her own right. And I got home and she had this huge dinner laid out. And I said, I promised, you know, I promised Jed that we would go to the the movie theater and see this this new movie. Uh, You want to come? And I, uh, it's an X movie. I don't know. You know, I just, and she, I was sure that she wouldn't say no. I made a mistake. And she said, I'd love to go because she didn't want to be left alone in the house again. It was a pretty famous movie, too. So I took my mother to see Deep Throat. Uh, <laughs> All right. There are so many ways you could have avoided doing this. See a different movie. Yeah. Um, there were ways out. 
You know, we all do things that we never need to tell anybody about ever under yeah. any circumstances. Or just don't write it in the book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you talk about, um, I, I, to be fair, I should read his book. But when you talk about lessons, of course, there are lessons that can be learned from doing dumb things. Maybe I should take the time to read this part of the book. What is the lesson? What, yeah. What's the lesson that he learned? Yeah. That yeah. is of public interest. Like, I just did something stupid one time. Is that the whole point? I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyway, in the interest of time, we'll get to the uh, the main story of the week. The Mueller report is in. It broke on Friday evening, which is what all very important news stories do. They they end up in a news dump on Friday evening, like the, the release yeah. of the Mueller report. So the yeah. investigation itself is now over. Robert Mueller's role, at least in terms of writing the report into... Uh, on whether or not there was collusion with the Russians and the Trump campaign during the 2016 election is over. But according to Democrats, this is, I mean, we probably have a long time of this to go. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. Which is shocking. Yeah. It sounds like they, they are more than eager to to carry, to, to take up the torch, to carry this on. I think this is going to be a massive political loser to, for them, but uh, if they decide to do this, but we can. Speak yeah, they can't cut their losses now, though. They're in too deep on this one. I don't, man. I, well, I'll talk about political. It's like Comey. Like they, they loved him and then they hated him and they loved him. And now they're, <laughs> they totally turned on Mueller after he was this hero. Of yeah. The I only um, saw a few tweets that said Mueller himself is compromised by the Russians. Mueller is a Russian agent. That's, yeah. that's the, that's the deep depths, but uh, I've not seen wasn't any as satisfying as I had hoped. Yeah. So I, I, I did get a chance to glance at, uh, so people understand Mueller's report itself is not out. You can't read that, but it has been turned into the Justice Department. And A.G. William Barr has written up his own summary on the findings. Yeah. And then his, his own decision not to prosecute. Right. Based on the findings. So I did skim through his document, but, but uh, I only skimmed. What, what's the summary on this? Um, okay, so no collusion. It seemed fully exonerating from what I can tell as far as collusion with Russia is concerned. It was pretty cut and dry. Like, nope, nothing on that. Um, but the investigation is seemingly not going to end. The Democrats are still like hounding for subpoenas and everything. This is going to be a disaster. How much longer do you think this is going to go? We should take bets now. Oh God. Um, well, I mean, it's, it sounds like, so to be clear on what the report from Barr says here real quick, I mean, um, so the special counsel did not find anything on collusion, collusion, but obstruction of justice. I don't know. I don't know. And then it says, well, he was he didn't exonerate on obstruction, but I, William Barr, do not see evidence sufficient right. to prosecute on obstruction. So we're going to leave it there. And then the Democrats answer is, well, we got to keep investigating more. And we, yeah. so, so it's it's sort of confusing. The reason that the report is not going to come out is because uh, genuine or uh, general um, Justice Department policy is not to release investigative findings on people who are not charged. I don't know if that's by law or just by by policy, but generally speaking, that's the way that this is. Well, gonna, I saw Nancy Pelosi being like, "This needs to be released. Why would she want that? It'll just well, yeah." So now they're saying they might subpoena yeah Mueller himself to get the release of the report, which I assume would have to be heavily uh, redacted to even be published. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're going to take this lying down. They're going to try to get that whole report out. I, I don't know what Trump's power is or is not to release the report if he wanted to, if he could direct the Justice Department to do that or not. People point back to, they say, oh, look, at Comey came out and explained this and that when they decided not to charge Hillary. Yeah, but that was also against 
usual protocol. Mm -hmm. uh, that was not a good thing that Comey did. He wasn't supposed to come out and give a prosecutorial directive. That wasn't his job. So that's not a good that's not good precedent of how the Justice Department ought right, to right. operate. If it were released and redacted, I doubt it would end this anyway. No, it, needs, it, it would I mean, need to be unredacted for this to finally come to an end. I guess, but even then, I mean, they'll they'll probably say. Well, I guess we could get to what a lot of these Democratic uh, politicians are saying. Well, what do you want to watch first? You want to watch the montage of the bad predictions on this thing, or you want to watch the the politicians doubling down? Uh, let's watch the predictions. That's okay. The, thanks to uh, thanks to some uh, people doing the hard work over at um, what's the. Uh, this is from people at Grabian. They just compiled some bad predictions from the last year or so. So if you want to remember who said all the dumbest crap about the Mueller investigation, here's a quick recap. Uh, My takeaway is there's a very real prospect that uh, that he may be the first president uh, in quite some time to face the real prospect of jail time. Do you agree with Congressman Adam Schiff, who is going to be the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, that President Trump could be uh, indicted and possibly face jail time after he leaves office? By the way, and he's going to say yes, but I just read the Chiron. <laughs> Trump tweets, no smocking gun in Russia, bro. I forgot about that classic. I wish he'd bring that back because he was out trolling, tweeting, have a good day. It was as though he kind of <laughs> knew that Barr was, I'm sure he did probably know Barr was going to yeah. put this out. Have a good day. And he just gets ripped for tweeting, have a good day. Yeah, no smocking gun ever found. Yeah. Yes. If we do the investigations, the information is there. We're fiddling while Rome is burning. This president needs to be impeached. You know, and I think they're shocked that the noose is tightening the, and that people might go to jail. You're exactly right. For the that, rest of their lives. I know. I think they're all going to jail. It's not out of the question that a uh, Senate could convict on impeachment hmm. charges. He has no idea that right. he's going down. It certainly looks uh, like they are the kind of offenses uh, that would call for impeachment hearings. Absolutely, I think he can be looked at and perhaps even charged with obstruction of justice. Do you think at the end of the day, if Trump chooses the country over his own family, is that a good thing? Yeah. Or would you rather him vice versa? Well, I think they're all going to end up together in prison and maybe that's a good thing. Oh, my thing. God. <laughs> Right, so they made a, a whole bunch of bad takes, a whole bunch of bad predictions. As silly as those are and were, and we would have called them silly at the time, I'm sympathetic to people who make bad calls and then faced with new information or new developments say, eh, yeah, I got that one wrong. My You're bad. You're so understanding. But a lot of people aren't doing that. Yeah. So you got these House Democrats. Of course, we heard from Maxine Waters in there. But you got Adam Schiff, who's now the chairman of the House Intel Committee. You got Jerry Nadler who does something in the house. I don't know. He's there. And then you got Maxine Waters who chairs the yeah. uh, finance committee. And before we did the stream, I was thinking last night, I thought, Oh man, it'd be fun. I should set up like a, a game or a poll where we can ask people what the most likely excuse or spin or, or narrative on the no collusion findings will be. Will it be, you know, what, what will it be? And then I woke up on Sunday and they're all over the news. I should have foreseen this. They're all over the news providing those anyway. So I couldn't even yeah. do the bit. You got these three House Democrats going on all the morning news programs and saying some of the most ridiculous stuff to perpetuate the not just the, the obstruction narrative. That's not even they're still trying to uphold the collusion narrative itself. <laughs> yeah. Listen to these people. I trust he, Adam Schiff, is relieved there is no collusion, and I hope he will apologize for his mistake. We all make them. The real virtue is to admit it. It would help us heal. You going to apologize? <laughs> 
I think Mr. Giuliani would be wise uh, to wait until the report is made public before making any pronouncements about vindication. Uh, and likewise, people should wait to determine just how incriminating it is. And we ought to see Ugh. what evidence uh, he produced. Mr. Giuliani would be wise to do something he has rarely done, and that is wait till we see the facts. You have said, though, in the past there was significant evidence of collusion. How do you square that? with Robert Mueller's decision not to indict anyone. Uh, and there is significant evidence of collusion, and we've set that out uh, time and time again. None of it prosecuted. Two. Uh, no, that's true. And as I pointed out on your show many <laughs> times, there's a difference between compelling evidence of collusion and whether the special counsel concludes that he can prove beyond a reasonable doubt the criminal charge of conspiracy. Do you accept... Can I just say, I, I find it so uh, rich to see Adam Schiff now talking about waiting for the evidence and the facts oh, yeah, before reaching I, yeah, a conclusion. Oh, thank you, Adam Schiff. Yeah. Not that you, <laughs> you definitely haven't been reaching unfounded conclusions for the last two years. What a repugnant human being. Thanks Ugh. for the lesson. Yeah. Well, it gets even repugnanter <laughs> with Jerry Nadler. Oh, God. Listen to what he has to say with Dana Bash that no member of the Trump team engaged in that kind of criminal conspiracy with Russia? Well, I don't know. Uh, first of all, uh, we don't know what, what indictments are forthcoming from uh, other investigations that have been spun out by the special prosecutor. The special prosecutor is limited in scope. His job was limited in scope and limited mm. to crimes. What Congress has to do uh, is, is look at a broader picture. Do you see... You see, this was a very narrowly limited yeah, two-year two investigation, investigation that got a bunch of people for unrelated financial yeah. and process crimes. Tell that to uh, Manafort, Michael Cohen, Stone, Roger Stone. Yeah. It was very limited. I feel so, so bad for them because they were implicated in this. They never would have been charged with the, with the crimes that they were charged with if it wasn't for this totally yeah, I'm overreaching investigation. I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's true. Um, okay, and here's, here's Maxine Waters with Joy Reid, which, by the way, we have more from Joy Reid in just a oh, moment. This isn't even the craziest stuff that she said. Colleagues on the other side of the aisle sort of declaring this whole thing at an end uh, and wanting no further inquiry. I know that the House has something like 80 subpoenas still out. Absolutely. Well, I want to tell you that this president has a way of trying to get into people's heads and indoctrinate them. He's been saying no collusion, no collusion, no collusion over and over again for a long time now. And he's going to try and conclude uh, that there, this report is proving that there's no collusion. This is not the end of anything. There's a whole long list of these things uh, that are concerning to a majority. So, so they say, they say... No evidence of collusion, but by the way, here's a long list of potential impeachable offenses. What do you think, Maxine? Yeah, really. Was she and suggesting then, that he got inside Mueller's head by saying repeatedly that there I was don't no know. collusion and that's what happened? I think that's what she was I trying to no say. I have no idea what she means. The ramblings of a senile woman. Yeah. And I love how Joy Reid is going to say in a moment, uh, most of Americans care very much about all these things. No, they don't. Show me the poll. I don't believe you. Show me the poll, anyway. Or support impeachment over these things, certainly. ...of these things uh, that are concerning to a majority of the American people. If, if one of those or it would to, were to be in the Mueller report, that to you would be the most, um, would, would cause you to believe the most that there should be an impeachment immediately of this president, what would it be? What would be the one thing that you think he's done Well, that's you know, I think there are some very specific things, like Manafort given to Kalimnik, uh, polling data. Why would he be giving polling data uh, from the what? elections uh, to this Russian? Okay, so what's your number one reason to impeach Trump? 
Paul Manafort gave a <laughs> Russian guy polling data. Oof. I'm not sure what the polling data are, but I'm going to speculate they were public. So we're just talking about linking a guy an article. Is, I, I think, what the deal is here. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Joy Reid was on MSNBC later, and she says this whole thing is a cover-up. That's why the whole thing is a cover-up on Trump's behalf because even though there was a special counsel... Uh, this is all done under the uh, oversight of the executive branch, apparently. So that means the whole thing is corrupt. The whole thing is under Trump's puppet work. So it's all a sham, I guess. But the, the fact that, th- that this investigation takes place within the Justice Department, which Donald Trump essentially controls, and that he got rid of the problem, Jeff Sessions, who the one decent thing that he did was just recuse himself. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is not recused. It feels like the seeds of a cover up are here. The seeds of a cover-up. We better investigate those seeds. Oh, my God. They're never going to let it go. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, uh, it's this, this is the moment we're talking about at the top of the show. I'll let you be the judge. Rachel Maddow allegedly crying on her Friday night report. But I, I don't have... I, rather than use the original footage, I thought this footage from one Twitter user laughing was uh, a more fun <laughs> piece of film to use. So here's Rachel Maddow allegedly crying. To do that Bill Barr stopped Mueller from doing. And, if, and that's, that's <laughs> everybody would crying. like to that from Robert Mueller as well Ooh. as from Bill Barr. But, uh, at this point, it's only Bill Barr who is speaking on Mueller's behalf. Robert Mueller is still, at this point, publicly silent, uh, as he has been from the very beginning. Although, we'll have more on that in a moment. Uh, here's what you know. <laughs> I will say those are some lustrous eyes. So that's that those frame right there. Those are some right big, there. wet reptilian eyes right yeah, there. Yeah, that frame does make it look pretty drippy. Pretty so, drippy. I don't know. I mean, even if there are no tears, the sad face and the distortion mm, provided know. by that cell phone footage is uh, is delightful. That's my that's, favorite Rachel Maddow yeah. clip since election night. Remember yeah. her her discussions on election night? She was a sad little chimney sweep back then, too, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Rachel Maddow. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, so as we mentioned, the Democrats have a few options. They can accept reality and move on, which I think is the politically (laughs) intelligent thing to do. Yeah, right. Some of them are. Al Sharpton even said today was a big win for the president. Uh, yeah, but he's still going to talk about, about this, you know, indefinitely. They all are. Uh, or they can double down and try to, try to prolong this investigative process. One of the options they have at their disposal, particularly in the house where they have control is to subpoena Robert Mueller himself to get their hands on this report, which I guess to believe this theory, you have to believe there's some very damning information in there that that nobody believes, nobody who's seen it believes is prosecutable, but they're all working to cover for Trump or something. It's all a big conspiracy, whatever. Maybe Putin controls them too. Point is, if Eric Swalwell is any indication, I think Adam Schiff has said this himself, they're going to do that. Yeah. They're going to drag Robert Mueller before the house and they're going to try to right. subpoena this document and they're going to drag this thing on and on and on. Here's uh, Eric Swalwell refusing to confront reality with Bill Maher on Friday night. I'm just going to go by what we do know. And I must say, I don't think it looks good. No further indictments, which means not Don Jr., even after I love it memo, really? Uh, not Jared, not Manafort or Stone for working with the Russians. Did the Democrats put too much trust in the Mueller report? Because I don't need the Mueller report to know he's a traitor. I have a TV. 
Yeah. And CNN is your source on this. On their way to jail, have gone to jail. There's probably a farming For out of other investigations. Yeah. But yes, if you have a TV or a Twitter account, you've already seen obstruction of justice. And so I think the the team That's has seen that. Evidence. But here's what's important: is that the public sees the report contemporaneously with the president. He should not be allowed to edit. He should not be allowed to restrict or sanitize. And Mueller has to come before Congress and tell us its veracity as far as what Can Barr's you make that happen? Yeah, we've, we're going to oh. subpoena him. And Adam Schiff You subpoena Mueller? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, and it's like, even if I want to be as charitable as possible and say, okay, the special counsel, Robert Mueller, didn't necessarily reach a conclusion on the obstruction aspect. If you want to go that route, you're still saying that you care about obstruction and all these stupid process crimes as much as the original alleged offense in the first right, place. We, we and if that's the case, yeah. I, I think you're just out to get a guy yeah. as opposed to concerned about the actual crime in question or whatever, whatever the alleged crime in the first place was. Because, of course, collusion is itself not a, a crime in any statutory sense. It's got to be like some sort of conspiracy to rig an election, that kind of stuff. Oh, God. And then when they're done, after Mueller subpoena, then they're going to be like, well, it just wasn't as much of a thorough investigation as we hoped. <laughs> it We're wasn't never thorough the enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, already, they're already doing that. But to the political strategy, I mean, uh, they have to be very careful here. They're not going to do that, though. Yeah. But if the Democrat, all they have to do, Trump is still a vulnerable candidate. All they have to do is just say, all right, the process took its course. I guess this isn't really a thing. Here's some ideas we have for how to improve the country. And by the way, we still think Trump sucks, which <laughs> is a pretty popular position for a lot of Americans. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, we, we think Trump sucks <laughs> and collapsitarians yeah. alike. Yeah, we think Trump sucks and here's our ideas. Here's our ideas for how to fix the country. There's a lot of this country that's available to them if they double down on this investigation impeachments this will kill them politically it'll get them defeated and they're too stupid their trump derangement is so severe that they're going to kill themselves politically over this yeah fine we shouldn't stop them of course not but they're they're gonna they're going to it baffles me that they can't see how politically idiotic this is there's nobody in middle america who looks at this and thinks yeah i wish they would have investigated more into russian yeah yeah do you remember a while back, it was probably, I don't know, six months, maybe even a year back, uh, we watched some segment from some leftist channel where they were interviewing like middle Americans or people doing everyday jobs and they were on like a crabbing boat? Yes, I do remember that. And the chick, they, they asked her if if uh, she knew who Mueller was and she was like... Yeah, they didn't know who any of those people I don't people know who were. any of these people are. And I, I really think that that is the general sentiment amongst most middle Americans. They yeah. don't know or don't give a shit or a combination of both. Yeah. So um, that said, uh, I guess, I, have you thought about whether you want the report released or not, or whether you think that's a good thing or not? It's fine. I don't care. I, mm. I don't care. I, I'm sure it has nothing in it, as is evidenced by this being released on a Friday afternoon. As soon as I saw that, I was like, do I even need to read this letter? <laughs> I don't think Trump or the Justice Department are under any kind of obligation to, but to the extent I think it would help shut up these insane 
people who want more and more investigations, it might be helpful. But I don't know what sort of But if it's going to be heavily redaction. redacted, then the cloak of secrecy will... <sighs> I guess, yeah. But the, So I guess the option is you got to release the whole thing unredacted, uncensored. Yeah. But then the problem with that is you go against tra- your usual DOJ protocol and you say, okay, if the public really, really, really wants all the information about a criminal investigation, we'll release it. That's the precedent you yeah. set. And that could be true for anybody who's under federal investigation for any crime. Do you really... That's a precedent I don't want to set. I don't want people investigations into people who are not who are uh, found guilty of no wrongdoing to just be subject to public pressure about getting all that information out there that's not fair yeah but if the subject is is responsible for releasing the information i think it's different ah yeah that's probably a fair distinction like if if we could say that but how would that work considering there are like so many subjects in this is it just trump or is it everybody who's been i'm sure everybody else would be thrilled about it Maybe, maybe there's a way that we can make this happen. Given the summaries, and I have no reason to doubt the general accuracy of the summary from William Barr, whatever, uh, it fits the general theme of how this whole thing is developed. I got to believe if there was genuinely damning evidence, it would have leaked by somebody sure, by yeah. now. It was always about collusion, but now they're like, no, this was always about obstruction. obstruction. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> see how it's politically harmful to get that information yeah. out there if it's possible. I think it, it only, I mean, if there, the more exoneration there is and the more these Democrats double down, the more they're digging their own political grave. And I, I don't know why I'm shocked to see them do it anymore because they do this routinely, mm-hmm. but they're going to do it again. Yep. Sure are. That's all I got to say on this. Uh, we should probably take a break. Yeah, huh? we should. Okay. Uh, enter a name here. Uh, Manford wants to expand baseball again. Wrong direction. Matt, you have to eliminate one team for each division. Hmm. from each division who do you pick i ask kurt schilling to want to compare answers uh, I, I can't go through all the divisions in baseball one by one how about i just eliminate the entire al east because that's the yankees and the red Sox and all there's another t- sport we have to talk about now yeah well it's baseball season is upon us Ugh. Ugh. It's yeah. more boring than football. just eliminate the entire al east so that's fine with me Super wrong thing. Anchorage, Alaska, checking in. There are four of us up here, different places in Alaska. AK Green Girl, let us know um, where you are at. Mm -hmm. I won't be watching live, so find me on the list. Uh, Skip Mayfield at gmail.com. Thank you. That's so cool. Uh, Andrew Doolittle, hey, guys. We have an Atlanta meetup planned for next Saturday evening. If anybody's interested, please email me or find the Facebook group on the meetup sheet. There are about 15 people planning on going. Oh, wow. That'll be cool to see. So cool. That would be our biggest meetup to date, I think. Yeah, probably. I don't no. know that we've seen that many in any of them. JBD. Although the turnout has been incredible. I mean, all the photos have a ton of people. I can't believe it. Really heartwarming. Uh, JBD9061, this week I've noticed my car was vandalized with a sticky yellow substance from a bigoted tree. Please advise what action I should take. Well, you should definitely call the police. And sure. when they determine that it's pollen, double down and say, no, no, no. This is part of a broader hate uh, a campaign of hate against me. You don't understand. Yeah. Deep center field press. Biggie, biggie Trump, can't you see? Mueller's words can't hypnotize me. And I just love your flashy ways. Uh, I guess that's why the media broke and you're so paid. Could have said <laughs> flashy ways. Yeah. That's pretty funny. I, I suppose. Uh, a big donation from Niles. Thank you so much, sir. No collusion. I know, right? I am not going to be niggardly. Thank you for that big donation. <laughs> we got a lot of people in the comments about this. Um, that, that they were like that it has nothing the root of the word has nothing to do with it. I know. Like, like I know, but it's, it's still, still got hilarious. The word in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't appreciate the the comedy yeah yeah 
Das Pooch. Mueller's so butthurt over not being able to charge Trump and never being fired that he put the evidence on both sides shit and obstruction as a middle finger on his way out. So much for being the consummate professional. Yeah. <laughs> Who thought that he yeah. was, though? Rick Moranis, two years of investigation, two scoops, two terms, mother fugers, eat shit, and the joint. <laughs> hmm. I Jay forgot says, about the two scoops bit. Yeah. yeah. He, should, he should just walk out with a big ice cream cone. Jay says, sure, there's no evidence that Trump wants Jay walked in 1993, but he can't prove that he didn't. So I say we impeach him now. Also, I heard that once he didn't tip at a five-star restaurant. What a monster. Yeah. Well, that's the narrative they're running with, too. No exoneration. Well, you, Mr. Blue Check Twitter guy, have not been exonerated of child pornography suspicion either. Yeah. Like, how far are we going to take this? Oh, this is a gross one. MB, MB says Negro in one. And the next one, it says her snatch smelled like crab soup. Is that a meme I'm unaware what of? What is this about? I, that might be over my head. Let me know in the live chat if this hmm. is something that I should know about. <laughs> uh, Aggie Jet Pilot. New Zealand Prime Minister is a leftist tool and coward. Love to see the commies in our country try to pull that same crap. Oh, wait. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, not excited the wrong, is the wrong word. I'm eager to talk about this because this is... This is so over the top, what's going on in New Zealand. And if it happened in this country, yeah. I think we all have some very tough decisions to make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I've got dog hair on my face. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> um, Marty McFly, 88 miles per hour. This is my favorite podcast. You do a wonderful job of mixing humor with politics. Keep metaphorically throwing leftists from choppers. We will. <laughs> well, thanks. And thank you for specifying the metaphor such that yeah. we don't get the <laughs> Owen Benjamin treatment from YouTube. Oh, something with some Asian character says, I'll give you $10 more if you can say my name. I'm out, dude. I, I can't. Probably can't. <laughs> and I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately. Um, Automata. Perhaps you'll hit it anyway, but any comment on the Discord forbidden words for partner servers, wherein they won't even provide a list, but expect people to figure it out using their own sense? I've not even heard about this. So if send me a, send me a link to it uh, at my email inbox if you have a, an explanation of it. This is from SB. I know you two are busy people, but I really recommend a YouTube channel called The Jewish Origins of Communism. It's relative to much of what ails us today in respect to the tactics being used. You're going to get us demonetized. We go full Owen on this one. Yeah, yeah that's, um, the, that's the quickest way. I wonder if, if we would just get demonetized for reading Super Chats, if they would even care that that, that was the source of the commentary. Uh, I'm not. sure they wouldn't. I'm sure they probably wouldn't. I don't think so. Uh, Rainer Chen can't tune in live today, so we'll listen tomorrow. Will you guys talk about how gun sales went up in New Zealand and only 37 guns were handed into the government? The mainstream I, I've, making a big deal out of it. I've not seen the stats, uh, so that will not be part of what I discuss, but I would believe that. And the problem is they're saying, well, there won't be a rush for guns because we've already banned them, so the, 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 the stores can't sell these military-style yeah. guns. Well, fair enough, but to the point that the stats probably show, if those are accurate... The first thing I'm doing if I'm in New Zealand is I'm going to the gun shop and buying what they have right. and what they can sell. Right, right. This is clearly not going to be the end of it. Because I got to replenish my boat after the terrible accident. Oh you know? God, Caesar. How did you get so much hair on me? It's driving me crazy. Uh, let's just do a few more. Stephen Ignoramus. We got two fans strong in Washington, D.C. meetup watching live right now. Oh, we'll sweet. send a pic next week to you filthy cool. animals. Thank you for creating our sanity safe space. Bitches, you're welcome. Send us a song. Do one better. Yeah. You sent yeah. us that awesome song before. Uh, last one for right now, and then we can sure. get back to the show. James Stevens. Hey, Blonde, after New Zealand shooter, the black pill is real. Check out Theocracy and their songs around the world and back, and Currency in a Bankrupt World. Hope the Christian metal helps. It helps. Hmm. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. We do have a handful over on uh, on Streamlabs. 
You look, you look like you're Rachel Maddowing now. I know. It's so <laughs> itchy. I, I pet my Great Pyrenees. I like got all in his face before the show. That might have been it. The one who's eating your internet cables. Yeah, yeah he's a real asshole. Cameron says, with the speed at which New Zealand enacted their new gun bans, one... Uh, one would think that these laws were planned in advance. Also, get fucked, Bernie, if you think you can take my rifles. The Tree of Liberty is looking parched right about now. I did find that pretty interesting, too. It, you have to pick one. Either you planned this in advance and waited for yeah. an emergency in which to implement it, or you are having an emotional knee-jerk reaction. Neither of those are good explanations for what's right. going on. Okay. Phil says, uh, no matter the result of this Mueller probe, the Democrats succeeded in wasting two years America couldn't afford to waste. That's a fair point. All they need to do is run the clock until the demographic time bomb kicks in. Not trying to push despair, but we need to be honest. You uh, have a position on the collapsitarian uh, campaign staff, for sure. Yeah, that's aged really poorly since the New Zealand shooting. So, yeah, I guess I should stop. Well, that's the thing is... It's sort of like a new. I don't. I don't want to stop saying it. It is an accurate explanation of the view. Yeah. And to the point when in New Zealand, like if if a terrorist attacks you and you have to turn in your guns or you can't speak a certain way anymore, don't the terrorists win? Yeah. At that point. And you can't protect you know? yourself against future terrorists. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Uh, thanks, Phil. Uh, John Wagner says, first time donating. Big fan of the show. Uh, just wanted to say that Sargon said on a stream that he's interested in being in the show. If you reach out to him, might want to look into That's God rich. damn it, Sargon. <laughs> I've looked into it several times. Yeah. All right. I will. You know what? I will Skype Sargon again. And then if we do get Sargon on the show, the first thing I'm going to do is demand answers as to why my requests go unanswered yet public, public, uh, I don't know. There's public statements about interest in coming on the show that are not, yeah. mentioned to me. Sargon's going to have some things to answer to if he comes on the show, but since people are interested, I will give it a shot. Uh, and I say that uh, lovingly, of course. I'm not going to... I've been, I've admired Sargon for a long time, and I would actually really like to talk to him, but it's been this weird game where it's like it just doesn't happen for yeah. some reason. I don't know. Renicus says, uh, I give the executive order more credence than uh, than you because the dear colleague letter was more vague and uh, gave up can uh, and gave us kangaroo courts. Colleges are deathly afraid of funding loss. Yeah, we'll see. And I, and I, I hope it pushes them in the right direction. And hopefully maybe it pushes them to a direction like you're saying, where they're fearful of 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 uh, problems created by being too restrictive on speech. So maybe they. Like, I, if anything, I want yeah. them to see, I want them to be too permissive of speech, if there's even such a thing, than too there restrictive. There is no such thing. I mean, I guess allowing a terrorist to incite violence on your campus or having a child porn lab or something like that would be the, uh, the examples of too much okay, free fine. speech. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yes, uh, I, will, I will be very happy to see uh, any kind of results it produces for sure. Blig, uh, blig, big black nibba. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Blonde, I'm dating a liberal woman who I like a great deal and see a future with. I'm trying to plant seeds and red pill her, but my challenge is getting her out of the shithole city she lives in. She loves living there, but it is super dangerous. What to do? Thank you. Ugh, this all sounds like so much work. Do you have to date this girl? Give a lady a plan. I don't know. Be like, all right, here's the deal. Here's a plan. Yeah, let's take let's it make it, it happen. Um, I've said it before. Women like to be told what to do. So if you're like, this is how it's going to be, or we're going to, I mean, ultimatums really never work, but if you're like, this is how I want things to go, or it yeah. might not work out. 
like a strongly yeah. worded something like that, then she'll probably follow suit. Um, but I don't know, depending on how old she is, it might be a difficult task. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the way to go though. Make Why a plan. is my advice to people always like just break up? <laughs> <laughs> just break up and write bitter manifestos about. Well, I forget that there just aren't any conservative females. I mean, it's it's tough. It's yeah. tough to find for sure. You remember you remember the Match dot com experiment? Yeah. A year ago. What a disaster. Radicus says uh, Trump Russia possible collusion beginning of the end. They will all be in jail. Any other statements they will regret when Trump gets reelected. Plus, I want these dumbasses to impeach Trump. It will be, uh, uh, it will never pass the Senate, and just, uh, and just like the the GND, the uh, the Green New Deal. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a political non-starter in the Senate. It only stands to hurt the Democrats, and even Nancy Pelosi is wide, wise yeah. enough to see that. But the the extremists in the Democratic Party want to go the other direction. I can't wait to watch the show. Okay. Let's uh, let's get to the uh, the gun ban in New Zealand, which I guess I should be precise in my language. It is the military style gun ban because not all of them are banned. Uh, let me bring up the article here. But um, but the New Zealand prime minister comes out and does a press conference on Thursday, which we'll get to in a moment. And she announces these big sweeping changes. These, of course, in response to the Christchurch shooting from a week and a half ago. Uh, at those two mosques. So she comes out and she says uh, there's an immediate ban of, quote, military style semi-automatic weapons. Now, when I hear mm. that, I don't know what that means. Yeah. A military what kind of guns style? did he have? He had, I believe it was a semi-auto shotgun and, a sem- and he had an AR. I don't know exactly what the shotgun was. Just guessing by the footage, that's what it looked like. He could have done a lot of damage with some handguns. Sure. He probably and th- could but have that's the thing is, topped his, his uh, body count. I'll get that. I'll get to that in a moment. I, I'm not clear if handguns are affected by this ban, or, or whether certain ones would be. The way not. I read it, I thought that handguns were not affected, but it doesn't matter. They're going to come for handguns eventually. Yeah, so. I mean, whenever <laughs> yeah. the next one happens, if yeah, whatever. Okay, so, but as far as the ban in place that they're 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 putting in place now, MSSAs, military style semi-automatics, are defined as semi-automatics. This is the thing. It just says semi-automatics, not semi-automatic rifles. Semi-automatics with a detachable mag that holds five rounds or more. So I'm, I'm totally unclear. That definition would include most, uh, most handguns. I, yeah. I, and I don't, I guess re- revolvers would not be included in that definition. But as far as like, you know, your normal 1911, your normal Glock, whatever, they're all going to have a detachable mag yeah. that carries more than five rounds. Oh, I just read this incorrectly because I don't know anything about guns. <laughs> well, but what? they say they just they throw in the word rifle frequently. I, like I, I'm honestly confused by what they're banning. It does exempt 22 caliber firearms with uh, mags holding up to 10 rounds. So you can have a 22 with a 10 round mag. And that's fine. But a 5.56, like your normal AR with a 10 round mag in it is now illegal. Okay. Okay. And it and shotguns with non-detachable tubular magazines up to five rounds are also okay. Now, notable. So yeah, like your typical pump action where you just slide the the um, the shells kind of in in the tube that's under the barrel, that's fine. Okay. But if you had a if you had a shotgun with a detachable mag, that's banned, I guess, because that's military style. Even though that's I don't understand this military style. An M1 Garand, there's an M1 Garand on my mantle. That is, that is the American rifle from World War II. That is a military-style 
rifle. Does yeah. it, you, it has to be modern? Why? You, you're telling me this guy couldn't have taken that M1 into the mosque and maybe even done worse damage? I mean, it's, I, I'm, trying to inst, I'm trying to install sense into this where that's just a fool's errand to do. You can't do it. Uh, but so, so the move apparently does, I was wondering how it's possible for the executive just to do, like, how is it, how she just roll out within a few days and say, no, we're changing everything. I thought, I thought this was supposed to be like a representative democracy. Mm -hmm. Well, as far as I understand how this works, the move does in fact need to go through parliament, but the opposition party has already indicated support. So they basically can just count on everybody saying, sure. So how quickly can this actually be enforced? It sounds like they're saying they plan to have the law in place within a couple of weeks. But as of now, she's got all this, this, what's her, Jacinda Ardern. She's got all these measures in place that are already taking effect. Like the ban itself is supposedly already going to be enforced. And they're already asking citizens who have these supposed military style semi-automatics to go onto this website mm -hmm. And tell the cops what weapon you have and then arrange for it to be dropped off or, or given to the police. Um, and, and they haven't even announced the details of the buyback yet. They say, well, we'll get to that later. Ugh. So you're supposed to go turn in your property to and the just cops. Trust the You'll film. get a fair check later. Yeah. Don't worry about it. If found in possession of these guns later, these military-style semi-automatics, the penalty is up to three years in prison or a $4,000 fine. Oh, this is um, this is the prime minister, Jacinda Ardern, whose name I, I'm sure I butcher. She's, this is what she had to say at the press conference on Thursday. None of the changes that have been made in the past dealt with one of the most glaring issues we have that sets New Zealand apart from many other nations. The availability of military-style semi-automatic weapons. The attacker on 15 March took a significant number of lives using primarily two guns. They were assault rifles and they were purchased legally on an A-category gun license. <laughs> the capacity of these assault rifles was then enhanced. Are you are you laughing at the sign language yeah, guy? Honestly, I I can't get over it. It's like how many fucking deaf people are watching this that it necessitates you to do this? Deaf people there's, that can't read lips. There's one deaf guy with an AR somewhere sitting around thinking. This is so unnecessary. The most bullshit. unnecessary virtue sign signal. language routine. Yeah. yeah. It's, is that why, or that is it governed by law? Maybe do they have to do this for I like disability know. access reasons? Either way, it's retarded. I mean, this is so unnecessary. Is it, and is it in fact easy to read lips? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, why are you catering to a tiny minority of just wait until you can Because watch if, the you, video if they don't subtitle. understand, they'll be criminals tomorrow for the guns they have in their safe. <sighs> anyway, she's got, more to, she's got more of the band to, to tell us about. Using 30 plus round magazines essentially turning them into military-style semi-automatic weapons. While the modification of these guns was illegal, it was done easily through a simple online purchase. Huh. Imagine the modification that. was illegal, but it was done easily, you say? Yeah. Oh, well, I want, there's no way that could be replicated in the future with additional law. This one will work. Right, right, yeah. God, dude, these people. It's like they don't even hear themselves talking. Ugh. The guns used in this terrorist attack had important distinguishing features. First, their capacity, and also their delivery. They had the power to shoot continuously, 
but they also had large capacity magazines. Today I'm announcing that New Zealand will ban all military-style semi-automatic weapons. We will also ban all assault rifles. We will ban all high-capacity magazines. We will ban all parts with the ability to convert semi-automatic or any other type of firearm into a military-style semi-automatic weapon. We will ban parts that cause a firearm to generate semi-automatic, automatic, or close to automatic gunfire. Every semi-automatic weapon used in the terrorist attack on Friday will be banned in this country. Oh. For current owners of the weapons we have moved to ban, I acknowledge that many of you will have acted within the law. In recognition of that, and to incentivize their return, we will be establishing a buyback scheme. In the next 48 hours, a form will be available on this site that we are asking these gun owners to complete, identifying what banned guns they hold. The police will then arrange for these weapons to be handed over and eventually destroyed. Oh I've my seen God. Uh, tons of screenshots of people pulling the old Martin Shkreli on that form online, just writing stuff like <laughs> suck a dick, lol. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta admit that's that's pretty funny. Maybe I'll participate, even though I don't this have. This is disheartening. I know I was but... laughing, but it was only because of the, the sign language guy. But um, it's frightening to hear somebody say things like that. Well, and it's clear. I I have no doubt that the prime minister herself has literally no idea what she's talking about. But yeah. I'm convinced that the people she's surrounded herself with also don't, because I got. I mean, I got plenty of stuff to say about this press conference. One is just the misinformation or misunderstanding. But a 30-round mag is not turning the rifle into anything. She says, oh, it, the 30-round mags turned his AR into a military-style rifle. First of all, that didn't turn it into anything. That doesn't affect the way that the firearm operates. You could put a 100-round magazine in there. You could put a 10-round magazine yeah. in there. It's, it's firing the same cartridge through the same action. It's, mm -hmm. It doesn't turn it into a different gun. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to see a, a simulation in which this guy goes into that mosque with the same rifle with, say, I don't know, 10 10 round mags or 10 five round mags. Does, that, does it matter? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> and to turn it into a military style weapon by putting a magazine in it, there are no military forces I'm aware of that use AR 15s. So I guess it, style means. Appearance? Is, Appearance. That, is yeah. that what we're going with? Yeah. Uh, the, the distinction in that case is select fire, not capacity. It's not the, the magazine capacity. that It's the ability to fire, uh, on, uh, to fire automatically. Oh, okay. So does, you know, are you firing a stream of bullets per trigger pull or are you firing one? Um, the, secondarily, what is the difference in her mind between a military-style semi-automatic and an assault rifle? And I ask this because she treats them interchangeably in her language, but then she says she's going to ban both of them. And I assume that she's not talking about automatics when she says assault rifle. Okay. Have you been able to figure out what she, no, but she I'm uses not super well versed in guns. So, you know, normally it just sounds like gibberish to me, but um, yeah. I did get the feeling that it wasn't appropriate, like the correct. I have language. legitimately no idea what she means by assault rifle as differentiated from military style semi-automatic in under her definition. It's just all these terms thrown together that aren't very meaningful. Uh, there's more ambiguity. She says they're going to ban parts that generate semi-automatic fire. Does that mean any semi-automatic is illegal then? I mean, it has parts that generate semi-automatic fire. Did she mean like parts sold separately? 
I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> that's any standard trigger pack. But again, I thought I thought, I thought the question was capacity. Right. And that that's another question I have. Every semi-auto will be banned. Well, what about if he modified his AR? What if he made it California compliant? What if he put a five-round mag in it and he took off the pistol grip and put one of those stupid California buttstocks on it? Is that compliant or is like the AR-15 model, regardless of capacity and regardless of scary grips, now illegal? I legitimately don't know. I presume the legislation is going to have more specific language. I, if I was, I mean, but how is the populace supposed to react? I don't know. If I was, she's not using the right language. If I was in New Zealand, not only do I not know what I would do in terms of how to navigate this problem, which I'll speak to in a minute, but I legitimately would not know about the weapons that I own. That is to say, can I keep them legally while swapping out certain pieces of plastic? That seems unclear. She must have people that can do this for her. Maybe it's she's being deliberately vague. I don't know. Uh, I mean, because if you were from New Zealand, wouldn't you be like, well, I can't own any guns now? It's, (laughs) I mean, it honestly seems that way. Like your average handgun in the case at your store is a semi-automatic that has a a detachable magazine capacity Mm -hmm. of more than five rounds. Right. That's illegal now? I don't know. And any AR can be modified not to be a military style semi-automatic as she described it. Is that okay? I'd also like to ask, will you pay me to buy the stupid plastic parts that I need to put on this gun for it to be legal? Since you're buying them back anyway. I don't know. Will you buy those parts for me instead? But beyond that, too, just the process butchering here. Again, I know not everybody's a gun person. They don't care about guns or even the Second Amendment necessarily. But just consider what's going on here. You're confiscating legally owned property on a moment's notice threatening hundreds of thousands of people in your country with instant criminal status. That's way beyond just infringing on your, your right to self-defense and you know what, what we'd call Second Amendment rights in this country. That is just, at this point, basically unilateral executive action to say, eh, I don't like that, you're going to give me that now, or face serious criminal prosecution. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm amazed that this is even possible. I'm not aware of how New Zealand's government works, but... This would be what's going on in New Zealand would be an an egregious executive overreach in the United States. And of course, our presidency has had problems with expanding its powers far too much. And everybody retain their guns illegally, if we're being honest. Oh, of course. Like, honestly, we we heard the stats mentioned earlier. Uh, I will. It's that so it so it was over the weekend. Thirty seven turned in. That's 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 pretty good turnout. I know. I heard that one of them was like some widow who, you know, she she just had them through passing down from her deceased husband or family or something. The people who are turning those in are like, they have them in a closet and they don't even know how to use them kind of things, you know? Unreal. All is a response to a single event. Yes. It's a and sweeping overhaul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, if, and there's another wrinkle to this story. Uh, a viewer sent to me. I, w- I wish I could credit the person. I'm sorry, I don't have the name in front of me. But thank you for sending me this story. If it's not bad enough... That the, that the government is seizing this much power in New Zealand. Why? I guess there's evidence to suggest that that the enforcement of existing law, the gun laws applied to the Christchurch shooter, was mm-hmm. botched by the yeah. police force in New Zealand. So the question is, if they botched the enforcement of the existing law badly, as this report suggests they did, what would lead you to believe 
that they're going to successfully enforce these new laws that will keep you safe when the next Christchurch shooting event happens. Get a load of how this uh, apparently was handled in New Zealand. Guns and gun ownership have dominated discussion since carnage hit Christchurch a week ago. One of the big questions, how did this happen? One ex-cop and arms control officer says he's got a source alleging gun licensing procedures weren't properly followed. I would sooner not disclose exactly who that person is, but who I think is a highly reliable informant. The informant's damning information claims the alleged gunman's application wasn't lodged in Dunedin where he lived, but filed in Waikato. The source says no relatives were interviewed, authorities instead talking to two referees the accused allegedly met in a chat room. And there are now doubts over whether a home visit and security inspection took place. So just to be clear, under New Zealand law, they're supposed to interview your family and neighbors and stuff just to get the license to buy a gun. They're saying instead the cops went to some guys he knew in an internet (laughs) chat room. They like went to the Discord server and they're like, hey, is he cool? Yeah, yeah, man, he's totally fine. Probably the same Discord server on which this guy was plotting the mosque shooting. Yeah, really. Or something like that. Although I've heard no mention of Discord. Yeah, well, you know. They would have shut it down. Point is, they got all these restrictive laws in place and the cops were if this report is to be believed, incompetent in enforcing them. But this next law, this one's going to be the one. This is the best one we've ever thought of in six days' time. This afternoon, police boss Mike Bush said the vetting process behind how the alleged gunman got a licence is under major review. That's a very important phase of our investigation. We're working through everything (laughs) we know about the person who is charged with this horrendous, Offense. But almost a week after the attack, Mike Bush couldn't answer key questions, including whether the Dunedin-based suspect applied in the Waikato. Uh, we'll be working through every one of those suggestions so that when we answer you, we can definitively having known all the facts. Whether he'd used online acquaintances as referees. Uh, we'll be working through that as a phase of the inquiry when I have all the answers. Uh, definitively, I will share them. Or whether a face-to-face interview was done. Uh, that's part of what we're working through. I mean, you're looking for a needle in a haystack with firearms licence. You're looking for that one person in a thousand who's going to go bad. Pressure mounting on police now for answers, and soon. That's a former police guy, a guy in charge of issuing these, investigating and issuing these these police, uh, these licenses to buy firearms. And he's saying, listen, it's a needle in a haystack, man. We're looking for the one bad guy out of a thousand. So I'm supposed to grant two premises. One, that it's a needle in a haystack operation. But two, I should trust you to find that needle every time yeah. to make me safe rather than allowing me to arm myself how I see fit such that when that needle shows up at my haystack, I can defend it. Yeah, exactly. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it's very it's borderline impossible, but trust us to do it. Trust us to do it, yeah. Okay, cool, dude. And who doesn't have two friends that they could just use for this purpose? To Yeah, honestly. Two shitty friends to, yeah, to be like, he's a great dude, yeah. yeah. It seems like a pointless process. So so the, the big question here, I don't want to leave people who are in New Zealand hanging because... I mean, it's easy for me to say, ha ha, that sucks, whatever, and move on. I, I imagine what this would be like in our country, what I would do. It would be and, catastrophic. And I, would, I would definitely own guns illegally. I would not turn them in under any circumstances. I, they, I, I have to be careful how I discuss this sort of thing, because then you get <laughs> accused of advocating violence or things like that. Of course not. But I, I don't want to live in a country 
where I can't say what I want and I can't defend myself and my property and my family. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out at that point. Yeah. I'm out. Like you, um, you, you erase the first and the second amendment. That's not a society I'm willing to live in. Uh, right. This is totally and, undemocratic too. I mean, nobody can defend themselves against future, similar future attacks. It's idiotic. Yeah. Uh, this, this wasn't a vote. I would be furious. This, this couldn't happen in the United States without massive civil unrest. I would think so. And I, I think if you're in New Zealand, um, I mean, I, I think, listen, I leave it up to the individual about whether you, you want to comply with this sort of thing or whether you want to dig a few holes in the backyard to protect your property. You're so but much more careful than I am. This is, uh, this is the sort of thing you gotta, yeah. I think you gotta, you gotta start with the most innocuous methods. That is to say, like, if this is happening to me, I'm, I am banging down the door. I'm blowing up the phone. I'm just absolutely destroying the email inbox of my government representatives and making sure that they know how uh, how severe of an overreach this is. Yeah, and I'm trying yeah. to get all my friends to do the yeah. same. And this is the first step in the yeah. overreach. I mean, of course. I, I can't even imagine. Oh, well, for them, what's you to mean? Come. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, because they they <laughs> to hear these politicians, there are clips of them saying. Oh, New Zealand's gun laws are are fantastic, but they're not enough. That's what she said at the start of the press conference. That's what her next press conference is going to be, too. That last press conference I had about banning all the MSSAs, that was a good step, but it wasn't enough. Right. So now we're banning everything. Like we, there are no the similar collapsitarians to Brent and Tarrant. They're going to look at this and be like, okay, well, I'll do another shooting in New Zealand and there yeah. will be civil unrest there. And again, to the point that they follow his manifesto almost to an it's like an instructional degree like it's an know, instruction it's manual they they do what he says what he says they will do and that is exactly what puts serious thought into the minds of people like me listen what society am i willing to accept and what society am i not right and you have serious thought about that and you have serious thought about government overreach that he correctly forecasted yeah and it's like how do you guys not see that you, that you've let the terrorist win? Essentially, you are doing the terrorist right, bidding. right. And this is further compounded by the banning of the manifesto. I don't know if you saw yeah. that uh, a teenager, like a fourteen year old or something like that, is being prosecuted for. I thought that was for sharing the video, or is that for the I think manifesto? It, it was, let me know in the live chat. It was either for circulation of the manifesto or circulation of the video. Could be both. Irrespective, I, guess. I don't yeah. really care. I mean, yeah, yeah. You you can't uh, you can't tamp down circulation of these things it's just everybody gets more interested in it and people feel like their basic rights are being violated so I, i've had a few emails from people in new zealand uh and i thank those of you who are sending me emails and if there's please keep us updated on how this story develops and i don't know that it'll be in the u.s news as much maybe it will maybe not i don't know but keep us updated and of course if there's anything that we can do to help uh i'd be happy to this is this is the this is a terrible example of something i want never to happen in my country. And I hate that, you know, for people who are in New Zealand, I hate that you have to be the example of that. But I hope that there can be some sort of learning benefit from what's going on. You know what I mean? Oh, I messed up this story. People are saying it's for downloading the video and it's 14 years, not 14 years old. For, it's for downloading, not even like hosting it. Yeah. Let me know okay. in the live chat because um, we didn't we didn't have that story. <sighs> This is supposedly the West, man. I know. This is, uh, yeah, whatever. Incredible. Uh, all right. In the interest of time, we'll keep it moving along. But uh, but all the best to everybody in New Zealand. Let's keep. Let's talk about the SPLC. Let's, hmm. let's keep going. Uh, okay. So 
Richard Cohen, the guy who uh, is the, what is his title? President of the SPLC, something like that. He told staff members, yeah, it is president, staff members uh, Friday that he's stepping down. I did not know this prior to the news of him stepping down, but he is doing this amid a scandal involving charges of racism and sexual harassment by its co-founder. So this co-founder guy is, um, hold on, let me see if I can get that. I've never heard of this guy before. Um, but, uh, but his name is Morris Dees. Great name, Morris Dees. He's, he's like 80 some years old and he's been with the Southern Poverty Law Center as their trial lawyer for almost 50 years. This guy has been going to bat for this organization. And as I mentioned at the top of the show in firing him, so that, so the timeline is they fire this guy, then Cohen resigns. Right. So, uh, the president of, of the SPLC, Richard Cohen, fires this dude Morris Dees, then quits himself. But in firing this Morris Dees guy, Cohen was not specific about what he did. He just released a statement saying, the SPLC is committed to ensuring the conduct of our staff reflects the mission of the organization and the values we hope to instill in the world. When one of our own fails to meet those standards, we take it seriously and must take appropriate action. So Sounds to me like somebody was threatening to go to the press from some something butt tapping like that. or using the N-word casually, something of that nature. Yeah. And they're like, no, we'll take care of this if you don't. Something you would otherwise get blown up by the SPLC for doing. Yeah. The, yeah. For sure. He probably said some bad words that they mm-hmm. didn't like. Or did nothing, um, but I don't really d- care about well you reap what you sow yeah I, I it's hard for me to have sympathy for someone even if he's if he's been wronged when he's apparently made a career out of wronging people mm-hmm. so like i said i can't find much about what he supposedly did um but on march 14th there were a group of employees who wrote to the um to the southern poverty law center's leaders and warned about allegations of mistreatment and sexual harassment gender discrimination and racism that threaten the moral authority of this organization uh and our integrity along with it after the firing a group of employees sent another letter accusing splc leadership of being quote complicit in decades of racial discrimination okay gender discrimination and sexual harassment and or assault. Uh, Mr. Cohen is one of several uh, senior SPLC leaders to depart or make plans to do so this month. In addition to Cohen and this Morris D's guy, Rhonda Brownstein, the center's legal director submitted her resignation this month. She did not respond to a request for comment from the New York times at least. So, Everybody's bailing on on the SPLC. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of information as to why, but it looks like there's going to be some degree of organizational overhaul. The question is... I hope it implodes. This seems like a really good opportunity for them to just lose their power. I mean, I would like more information about what actually happened, although I'd imagine it's not something very offensive. But they almost single-handedly have created this environment where just trivial things are categorized as these horrific offenses. So yeah. I really don't give a shit if these if this is even true. Um, well, fine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I actually hope it's false and their lives are ruined. Yeah, <laughs> that's the I, cool. That's how that's the point I'm at with the SPLC. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they should uh they they're if they fall victim to the same treatment they gave Majid Nawaz and Ben Carson and other people. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't care. That's yeah. that is the world that you created. That's you falling on your own sword. I'm not going to help you. Why do these people um, always think they're going to be protected? Well, 
I would like, yeah, there, and the degree to which they're protecting themselves. That's what I'm saying is like funny how you conceal all the details when it's yeah. you who's under the microscope, the microscope yeah, scrutiny. Yeah. Funny how suddenly exposing racism is not that important and you're going to release general statements that don't really describe what happened. Funny that I guess you're more committed to protecting yourselves than you are to the principle that racism is the worst thing right, right. ever to happen to the history if of the world. If any details about this actually come out, they'll say that it's just anti-Semitism. I guarantee it. <laughs> you're predicting it now. Yeah. It's going to be the, yeah, the anti-Semitic trolls from Gab yeah. who are responsible for this information. Uh, okay. I did want to talk about this too. Just it's it's very similar to the Democratic Party, I think. Much like the position the Democrats are in with regard to the Mueller report, they're kind of at an opportunity crossroads. Mm-hmm. You got Cohen out. You got all these people out. You can kind of start from a clean slate. You could say, "All right, here's where our organization went wrong. Here's what we're going to do going forward." Or, I mean, it appears that the intersectional brigade ousted the people who are in charge now. Yeah. And their minority if, status if, didn't protect them, so take that. If the rabid intersectionalists assume control of SPLC, is it possible they actually become worse? Either they'll lose their power, though. I mean, what is? didn't they have like a list of 50 or something? I can't remember. 50 people that they should watch or 50 hate groups. They've always had these hate lists. Yeah, but you know? I, mean, I mean, people these, will these just stop the, um, them. Like, these people are... Uh, Darth Sidious to Jared Holt's Vader. You know what I mean? Like these are the overlords. Yeah. And they've got the all the lists that people like Right Wing Watch wish they could compile, but they don't have the manpower to to make. I don't know. It seems like they're imploding. What kind of like staff restructuring is going to give them credibility in this sphere anymore? Uh, well, I, I don't. They've been yeah, tainted I mean, by these accusations of sexual harassment and racism from within. I don't and know to that the they point, can. They can to the point that they have so demeaned and discredited the claim of hate generally. Yeah. Like they've damaged that so much such that whenever I see any report about alleged hate or hate crimes or people being racist or sexist or bigoted, my automatic response these days is "Mm, probably not. I bet that's (laughs) BS. And whose fault is that? Yeah. I, I do think we should be skeptical absent of evidence regardless. But the point is I'm even more skeptical now than I used to be. Whose fault is that? That's the SPLCs. I think, I mean, in my eyes, they've done way more damage to their supposed cause, at least in terms of the perception of people like me. Yeah. I I actively think these claims are for sure BS whenever I see them. And it's the SPLC's fault. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I, I'm sure I do unfairly blame a few victims from time to time. I'm sure that does happen. Yeah, I play Eh. a role in that. I I do play a role in that, but so does Mr. Cohen here. So does Richard Cohen. And they need to take responsibility for that. Mm -hmm. But I I doubt they will. Unfortunately, I think the intersectional double down is uh, on the horizon and they're going to become even worse somehow. (laughs) My God. Okay. Uh, We got a few more topics for the last half hour of the show. We got the illegal alien murders. Terrible stories. Should we just wrap up Um, the topics? Uh, there's, let's, let's, let's knock out a few super chats and then we'll go through them. Cause we still have like five topics to go, but they're short. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Michael Lazari. If I miss anybody, let me know. Michael Lazari. When people ask me where I get my politics, I say the best. Then I remember mm. blonde saying in a Valley girl voice, chairs are weird. Stand by what I said. I swear. Did I say yeah. that on the show? I don't know, but keep in mind, chairs this are is the, weird. is this the weird. first time you've ever sat in a chair for one of our shows i think so 
I think if people aren't aware, she's what do you sit like Indian I style? I sit Indian on the floor? style on the ground. Yeah. How do your hips handle that? My, my legs know. would just break. It's more off. comfortable than, than this. No way. Caesar likes it more, right, Caesar? Um, okay. Uh, Unciv engineering. Um, how many college students must suffer from cirrhosis after playing the Rachel says Russia drinking game before the uh, MSNPC conspiracy <laughs> theorists or deplatform? Satire, don't deplatform. I saw a montage of hers just from one episode. And she must have really? said Russia or Putin a hundred times Rose just Dan's in right. one episode. Yeah, her, yeah, her, um, her uh, impression is spot on. Larkin Chew. Matt and I once made love. He said, beer me. So I gave him a course. I said, Mountain Dew me. And boy, did he ever, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Matt, oh, my God. That Matt, was a good one. So clear. Matt Dath. Did Moore's tweet include that the stunning and brave New Zealand PM campaigned while single and pregnant? Didn't she hide her pregnancy, too? Um, asking well, about married was sexist. Blonde is I saw her husband. Rights. Sorry, I, I saw her husband guy on the news a is few a months pussy? ago. But yeah. I assume I assumed they were married. Maybe they're not married, or did they separate? I don't know. I mean, blonde is winning me over on the women's rights. That's a question to be asked. Like, if we put women in charge, are they going to try to take our guns away because feels and public pressure? Regardless, it's like I said earlier. Regardless of what's to blame here, that is either. A sinister plot planned in advance that capitalized on an, an uh, emergency situation, or it is legitimately an emotional knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. And I think, I think, go home, bitch. If I'm guessing, I think it's the latter. I think it's a straight-up emotional knee-jerk reaction as opposed to like a plot. Oh, if, if it's Did a, you see her wearing the hijab, it made me want to vomit. Like, what is <laughs> wrong with you? What's wrong Michael with Moore you? Michael Moore admired it. Ugh, gross. It's what Michael Moore aspires to be. <sighs> Uh, John Martin, I miss supporting you guys, but being intentional with my budget has allowed me to make sure there is room for important things. Keep up Good. the great work. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate it. Thanks for sticking um, with us. Derek says, thanks for a great show. Looking forward to listening tomorrow. Hi to my brother, Jim. I just found out he's also a big fan of yours. Cool. Oh, you guys we, didn't we know? families listening. They were brothers, but they didn't know they both listened to the show. Is that yeah, story. that's what that's, that's like. hilarious if that's true. Hey, Shar, your boy Shar back with the hot takes. Matt says no gross and no kids to surprise cringe <laughs> musical and blonde fake news is herself claiming her feet are dangling when we all know she's just a torso. Correct. Severed. No, there are the pictures of us at the RNC where you where you can see that I do. Have yeah, go uh, look up Daryl Lamont Jenkins. He's got tons of pictures of us. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Downscate, it says, so I had a chance to see an early screening of Shazam. It was great. Huh. It was nice to watch a fun movie that didn't shove social justice down our throats and had a lot of fun with it. You what? Know, just a nice, fun movie. It sounds good. Early screening of Shazam. That's what it says. Isn't that the Shaq movie? Did they remake it? Is that what I'm seeing here? Oh, there What? What am I thinking of? Now I'm all confused. There is a 2019 movie called Shazam. Wasn't there a Shazam movie where like a dog or No, 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 that's basketball? not Shaq. That's, you know, of shock, shocks, I got my movies mixed up. Or is it Shaq? They're I, saying I, that's Kazam? Is that right? Oh, Kazam. Ah. Not Shazam. Well, what's okay, the movie for... of the dog that plays basketball? That's Air, Air Bud. Bud. <laughs> How the hell did you get Air Bud out of this? Keep going. Maybe they came out at the same time. Right. Uh, Philip Frakowitz, Franco Frakowitz. Sorry, dude. Um, there shouldn't be a need for an executive order for something that's already in the Constitution. Yeah, really, that's true. 
Mm. Automata. So wait, if it if I just made or bought a bunch of bump stocks and left them on the properties, everyone I don't like, you're saying that it would be a big. <laughs> I don't know. I should check my backyard. So I probably threw threw one over the fence. Yeah, really. And called the ATF with a tip. Hard shelling. At least with Sharia law, with these mega hot chicks walk by, it doesn't distract me from my work. It's time to don those trash bags, ladies. I have work to do. Also, Matt, regarding Sophie Turner, fuck you. Mm. That's what I Come felt too. On. Sophie, I'm gonna have to put up a poll when, when Game of Thrones comes back in a few weeks. This is weeks. so gross. This hippie juice, kombucha. I don't know what mm. I'm doing. I should stop drinking garbage, garbage like this on the show. Making me burp. Um, let's do a few more. Drunken Denver says, "I'm only going to give you guys ten bucks because I know it'll be refunded in the next two months." <laughs> I don't know. We don't talk about the JQ on here. I think that's what got Owen finally. It seems that way, but yeah. again, they're like moon landing. Okay. And then he says something about Jews and they're like, we better pull. So now we got to refund all those moon landing <laughs> super chats. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Owen. Yeah. He ma'am, Matt and I tried to collude once, but there was an obstruction. And as always, nothing went our way. All right. Let me just do one Bummer. more. Semper ad Meliora. I don't know about you guys, but I wish someone had told me not to watch porn with your mom when you were a kid. I could have had so much more fun. Ah, well. Live and learn. God. <laughs> Lessons learned from John Hickenlooper. <laughs> I know. Thank you, sir. Uh, real quick over on Streamlabs, just a couple. Wrangle Fraggle says, uh, congrats on being number three trending live on YouTube and the 5,000 plus viewers. Apparently we cleared oh the hurdle. God. That would be the record uh, stream, I believe, for us. I don't think we've ever cleared five. Really? Uh, you guys do a fantastic show every week and uh, the turnout proves very much. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you for supporting the show and sticking around. Uh, and thanks for letting us know, man. That's really cool. And I'm I'm shocked that YouTube is allowing us to trend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so enjoy it while you can. Don't you um, want to? I don't want to know how many people are watching. Does it make you nervous? A little. Well, we've talked about it before. A little bit. Not really, though, because I can't see them. For me, I have yeah. to see. If I was standing before that many people, I'd be intimidated and kind of freaked out. But I, I'm sitting in a room by myself looking at computer screens. Right, so, right. Yeah. I'm way less nervous now than our first few shows and nobody was watching those. Um, I think I, oh, I skipped, I skipped a couple. Let me, let me go back. Sorry. Redicus says, uh, Matt, find Sargon's new scheduler's email and butt rape it. I believe his name is Kalen. I guess I'll have to do this. Although I've got Sargon on Skype. I'll track him down. Uh, I don't need, I'm not going through some email scheduler, dude. I know who he is. I can find him. Redicus uh, again says, name a gun that does not have its origin in a military trials. Military style is just code word for scary black rifles. Mm -hmm. Ghost gunner mills uh, look like a good thing to uh, you know, good thing to invest in now. But uh, maybe um, maybe moot if you can't get barrels. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the other thing. It just encourages people to manufacture these things yeah. in ways that are difficult to detect by the government. I mean, 3D printing is still on the horizon, right? Yeah, I mean, or, or you know, I mean... It's, if it get like he's describing, if you've got a shop, if you've got basic milling capabilities, basic machining capabilities, a lot of this stuff you can do yourself. And I, granted, I don't say that from experience, and I imagine it might be barrel work might be a little bit tougher. But you know, point is, people will figure out how to do this stuff if yeah. you give them a legal impediment. They're not going to say, "Oh, I guess that's I guess that's it on self defense now." Yeah, I'll uh, I'll invest in pepper spray and uh, I don't know, Brink Home Security or something like that. Yeah, good luck. Uh, simple farmer says hi from Philadelphia again. I missed the first half of the show currently moving houses. 
but still wanted to listen when I could and give a little bit. I wish I could give more than a daily wage. Keep up the good work and blonde stay beautiful. Well, thank you for supporting the show. And oh, as I always so say, much. I do not tolerate people undercutting their own contributions. Yeah. That uh, we are, all, you know, we're very humbled by people's support for this show. And I, you know, I, I can't I can't believe our biggest impediment is is YouTube itself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're we're worried about the overlords striking us down as opposed to people tuning in. And that um, that's an honor to have, man. I, I honestly cannot believe that many people choose to spend their Sunday evening doing this. And uh, I don't yeah. take it lightly. It means a lot to both of us for sure. OK, uh, I don't have a good transition for this from something very meaningful to something awful. Let's talk about uh, these illegal aliens. Killing I mean, these people. are these are Molly Tibbetts esque cases of illegal alien murders of U.S. citizens by illegal aliens. That oh yeah, as far as I can tell, as like this is no national news, news is concerned, yeah, just hush hush. Mom yeah. is the word. I mean, the first one, the the I think it was just a local source that I got the news from. Maybe That's both where, of them. I, I've seen it from some conservative outlets, but yeah, I mean, uh, I've not seen it from I've not seen it in a lot of major sources. So tell me about what happened in Washington. Um. Okay. So a road rage suspect killed a sheriff deputy, wounded a police officer. Somebody called and said he was driving erratically, presumably. I think this was outside of Spokane or closer to Ellensburg. Mm-hmm. Um. They received a complaint about this guy is driving and they were like, this is a road rage incident or something like, something like that. So I guess they kind of started chasing this guy, the police. Uh, his name is Flores del Toro. Um, the car stopped in a house in a trailer park near, uh, I, I, I'm from Washington. And I don't even know how to say this. Five miles outside of Ellensburg. Catatus? Oh man, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, is that the county? It says small town. Oh, well. So five miles outside of Ellensburg. Uh, The dude got out of his car and used a handgun to exchange gunfire with the officers. He ended up killing Ryan Thompson, 42, a sheriff, a sheriff's deputy. And he wounded um, another guy, Benito Chavez, shot him in the leg. And he shattered his femur, which is a terrible. Oh, my God. And that other guy's a cop, too? Mm -hmm. They're both cops? Okay. Yep. yep. A police officer and sheriff's deputy. The sheriff's deputy was the one that was killed. Um, so he was hospitalized on Thursday. He's in okay condition. So it turns out, no surprise. Married and three kids. Yeah. Thompson. Yeah. (sighs) U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement said that Del Toro 29 was a citizen of Mexico who entered the United States in 2014 at Laredo, Texas on a temporary agricultural work visa. There's no documentation that he's ever left the country, obviously. So Hmm. he's been here. He's been here illegally. Yeah. Well, a wall would do nothing to stop that blonde <laughs> checkmate. Yeah, really. Okay. So that's one terrible story. And then we've got another terrible story out of San Jose, California. Yeah, I mean, this is horrific. similar fact pattern. Yeah. Uh, this is in San Jose. It's, let's put it this way. It's so bad that people in California are mad about it. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Bambi Larson, uh, I think she was in her 50s found stabbed to death inside her San Jose home on February 28th. Police arrested 24-year-old Carlos Arevalo Carranza, transient and undocumented immigrant from El Salvador. He was on surveillance video. They definitely know it's him. He, they said he was stalking the neighborhood and this woman. Um, yes, she, he, he was stalking her in particular, right? And that's they what said, it sounds like, yeah. They said they don't know why, because she's like twice his age, more than know. twice his age. Uh, 
Immigration authorities requested local law enforcement to detain him nine times. He has a long criminal history, but the request went unanswered, probably because of this sanctuary state horseshit. <sighs> yeah, the mayor of San Jose has some commentary about that within the, the video news story. And there's just some commentary from, from citizens in San Jose. Here's what they have to say. Emotions running high at the Pearl Avenue Library, where neighbors from San Jose's Thousand Oaks met for the first time following the brutal killing of a beloved community member. Flowers, candles, and a moment of silence for 59-year-old Bambi Larson, who on February 28th was found stabbed to death inside her home. Police arrested 24-year-old Carlos Arevalo Carranza, a transient and undocumented immigrant from El Salvador. Immigration authorities requested local law enforcement to detain Arevalo Carranza nine times. He has a long criminal history, but the request went unanswered. I can't understand why he was not He's been arrested. Why wasn't he turned over to ICE? The mayor critical of the county for ignoring ICE's requests. The county has said ICE didn't obtain a warrant. The mayor disputes that. To simply pick up the phone and call the federal authorities. Uh, there's no warrant required for that. No court has ever decided that. Uh, and so the notion that somehow another warrant should be required uh, is... Uh, at best, diversionary. The mayor says he's working with county officials to change the policy so immigration authorities will be notified when violent criminals will be released from jail. Yeah, it Poor seems like, uh, to borrow the, the term, it seems like common sense type thing to do. Hey, we got this violent criminal guy who's also not legally in this country. Uh, hey, Ice, would you yeah. take care of that one? I no, they can't do that. I believe that the lack of coverage on these stories one of these I hadn't even heard about until until I saw you drop it in the outline this morning. Yeah, and honestly, I heard I got a few of these in my email inbox. I didn't I didn't hear about these uh, just through my own browsing. I and, mean, why um, didn't these get the coverage of Molly Tibbetts? A uh, cute young college girl, I yeah. think that's probably I why. Mean, stabbed in her they, home. That's a horrific crime. Yeah, I it's certainly remember the case that we had was it in California a few weeks ago or a month ago of that other minority police officer who was also killed by an illegal alien it, it generally doesn't fit the narrative you got two things there you got illegal aliens committing crime and you have violence against police officers yeah the guy that was whose femur was shattered I, he had a mexican name yeah they Benito don't Chavez, yeah sure yeah uh and without getting too deep into this again i just i want to i want to speak about the the counter narrative or the counterclaim that's always made on this is well, listen, when you look at the stats and then the crime rates, uh, you know, the, the illegal population, the undocumented workers actually commit crimes at a lower rate than the U.S. Uh, population does, U.S. citizen population. The rate is irrelevant if the offender has no right to be here. Right. In the first place. And we've and talked about this before. That statistic is not true. They, I've looked at it. They take it from um, from legal immigrants and, and then they apply it. They extrapolate it to the illegal population. I, I'm sure there's some uh, liberties taken in creating that statistic to say what they want it to say. Mm -hmm. It stands to reason that someone who enters the country with no regard for the lawful process of doing so would probably have no regard for a lot of the laws that exists in that right. country. But but even to that point is like, is the conclusion that any population that has a lower crime rate than the US citizenry, that they have a free pass to come into this country? Yeah, no, the I point know. is we retain the premise. sovereignty to make that judgment ourselves. Right. And yeah, maybe, maybe you, you like that decision, maybe you don't, but the question is who makes it? Yeah. The US citizenry makes that decision, not just, Otherwise, like what country do you have? You don't have a country. That's kind of the point. I yeah, guess. we didn't but, consent um, to this. That's why this sanctuary city thing is so frustrating. It's like we have to, as a, as a society, 
decide together whether or not we do this, not in these tiny factions. Because once you're in the United States, you have free movement. How can this not be a federal decision? Well, it, as far as uh, appropriate roles of the federal government, yeah. I mean, it, it falls under basically collective defense of the yeah. states at that point. Um, but in the interest of time, we'll keep moving along. And, and I, you know, I, I really, I share these stories not to push a narrative for Mara. I don't know. I'm not speaking on my own behalf here, not necessarily yours, but I'm not trying to like push an immigration narrative here. I'm just saying that the, the, there are tons of stories that don't get the coverage that don't go with the Nancy Pelosi illegals report more crime than they commit narrative. These are things that people should be aware of. We should be aware of in order to form our opinions about immigration policy. And I think these are stories that mainstream media outlets do a, a intentionally poor job mm -hmm. of making the public aware of. Yeah. So just things to consider. Anyway, um, I wanted to highlight this quickly. Of course, remember the Covington scandal and all those young high school boys who were accused of racially attacking an Indian man on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial and all that. Anyway, there's a YouTube uh, creator, a video creator named Paul Martinez, who uploaded a video to YouTube this week called Another Day in Trump's America. How did you find you, this? Did somebody send it to you? I saw it featured on Daily Wire and someone did send it to ah. me too. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it depicts exactly how social media and journalists can wrongly crucify Trump supporters like the Covington kids. And I, I think this was a, a pretty interesting and well done um, piece of video work. Actually, do I not have the clip in here? I don't see it in my system, but I could, um, if you give me a minute, I can go find it. Want me to do some super chat? Um, no, I think I can plug it into, I had, an, I had an edited down version, but I think I can plug in. It's only two minutes, so. Yeah, I think I can plug in the full version in here and just play it that way. Um, Anyway, so yeah, here's uh, here's the video. I'm right up here on the left. Actually, the road's closed, so you can turn around in the driveway at the bottom of the hill. Good. Have a good night. Face to face with 16-year-old high school. Yes, right now. Go. Keep going. Go. a matter of time before we saw something like this and i'm really surprised that we haven't seen uh something worse okay so the premise is obviously white trump supporter guy chases out black driver from his neighborhood and then they kind of move on to show what actually happened you right? man, like stone, man. Can I give you a push? Yeah, please, man. I appreciate it. All right, look, here's what we're going to have to do. I'm going to push. Don't hit the brakes at all. Okay. You yeah. just got to keep going. It means to make America a better place than it was the day before. 
Okay, so again, that's by uh, Pedro Martinez speaking with the Daily Wire. Paul Martinez, excuse me. Paul Martinez. Speaking with the Daily Wire, Martinez says, uh, I made this video to show people that the world we are living in, the real world, is a much better place than the online world we get so caught up in every day. We all need to realize the media, whether it be social media or the news media, they are not our friend. There is big business in dividing us up, putting us in little groups by age, race, sex, religion, and politics. The mainstream media's goal is to incite us to fight each other, he added. (laughs) And, um, you know, obviously he's got a a certain political perspective in doing this. Regardless of political perspective, though, I think this is such an important message. That is to say, when you see some sort of clip of somebody and everybody dogpiling to destroy a person, do that extra step of evaluating the evidence for yourself before you make that leap. And the more we all commit ourselves to doing that, that goes for us, too, on this show and and when we're criticizing people. uh, Before you try to... That is to say, it's one thing to criticize a person, too. It's another to try to ruin lives, get people fired, meddle in their livelihoods, all that stuff. Especially if you're going to go that far. Take a second, check out the evidence, you know. But I just thought it was a, it was a well-done artistic depiction of exactly how things like Covington happen. Yeah, it made me kind of emotional. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was dramatized, of course. Um, but yeah, well done to uh, Paul Martinez. Uh, moving on, though, it is that time, if you're ready. Now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Uh, unfortunately, no, no racist or no swastika graffiti. Plenty of racist graffiti. No swastika graffiti that I'm aware of in this case, but a Denver home has been tagged with racist graffiti, and the, o- the owner believes the crime stems from an ongoing parking dispute mm. with, uh, with his neighbor. Let's check out the story. Prepare me to take a deep breath before you see this. But nothing could prepare Devin Mead for this blatant racist vandalism. An expletive and then the N-word scrawled multiple times in blue paint on her and her husband's home and a cartoon image of a lynching. You put a noose right above where I sit. You walked <laughs> right up to my house comfortably and did all of this. You can't do this in five minutes. Ken and his wife believe their neighbor is behind this crime. They say it all stems from a parking space disagreement when they parked in front of their neighbor's home on Fillmore last summer. It's a public street. I've been to court three times with her. Uh, we've tried to get restraining order and they keep throwing them out. Denver police are investigating this as a bias-motivated crime. We were there as investigators went inside the home of the neighbor allegedly behind the vandalism. We too tried talking with the woman. Hi, we'd like to give you a chance to talk. It's just the neighbors are saying a lot of things. We'd like, you deserve a chance, don't you think? We want to hear your side. But she refused. Meanwhile, a small silver lining. The family has received many offers from the community to help clean up. It's been every color that has came here and and shown support. But Devin and Ken say they don't want the racist slurs covered up so quickly. This family wants to spark a conversation about what they say is still an underlying problem in our society. I want everybody to hear about it. not because I'm trying to kick up some racial tension in the city. No, it's just people need to understand this stuff goes on. You know, change your ways. Why be human? No, it doesn't. Fabric, Fox 31. <laughs> All right. I'll tell uh, you what happened here. Okay. I know. I know. Okay. So I bet the parking dispute's real, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to frame their neighbor. 
because they're pissed off about some off some yelling or yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's why I was sort of conflicted about this is uh, it it could be legit because there is an existing conflict with the neighbor and the neighbor refused to talk. Now refusing to talk isn't incriminating, oh, but you might think if you're being wrongly accused of doing racist graffiti, you walk out and be like, "Yeah, this is bullshit. I didn't do it." They had to blur her face out though. Yeah, but they offered her the chance to speak and she refused. Yeah, but so then she would have been they... publicly identified. Uh, it was but, a good well, decision I, to not speak with them. Yeah, again, I'm not saying that doesn't mean that she's guilt that she's guilty. I'm just saying maybe it lends a little bit of credibility to this plan. I, I don't know. I'm just trying trying to give this as fair of a shake as I can. Okay. Now, the reason that it the reasons that it might be a hoax, obviously, wants the graffiti to stay up to teach the community a lesson. Pray tell, okay. was there a GoFundMe involved in this? Yeah, ah, you know, there, you know is. there is. Here's the GoFundMe. Now, I think this was actually, wow, the GoFundMe picture is uncensored, too. That's aggressive. <laughs> there, goes the D, there goes the monetization on this stream, and all the Super Chats have been refunded, too. Uh, but I think this was set up by someone else. This is by Saskia Davies, like, on their behalf. So it could be that someone set up a, a GoFundMe on their behalf who's not actually them. But they should raised... be able to do that. No, I don't think so either. They've raised $1,000 of a $2,000 goal, but it doesn't say what the goal is for, especially if they've had offers to clean up the graffiti for free. Yeah. What do they need a $2,000 for? Emotional disturbance. Oh. To hire a hitman for their neighbor that keeps parking in their spot. (laughs) I guess so. I like the, uh, you could see it in this image. I like the lynching cartoon as he <laughs> described it. It's, it looks like uh, they were just playing hangman on his, yeah. uh, on his, yeah. do- on his wall there. Just playing a friendly gang game of hangman. Let me, uh, yeah, I'll guess N I G. It looks like all the letters were guessed. Although the Niger's? Look, actually, you're right. Niger. <laughs> this is like the chat where perhaps they just wanted a lesson on, um, on the economics or the geography of Niger. Which Everybody wants to know. Apparently, isn't that the scandal in the YouTube chat? You can't discuss Niger. I see a lot of people talking about Niger right now. Is Nigeria okay? I think Nigeria is okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, last couple stories. I'll be quick with this one, but uh, we've discussed examples of these touring drag queen story time things that are happening at public libraries. How I've could seen... this possibly go wrong? And we have long criticized uh giving children that young lessons on sexual themes and topics and all okay yeah, you, you get the bit point is people often criticize that say how dare you sexualize this desmond how dare you sexualize that case about desmond how dare you sexualize this that and the other it's not inherently sexual it's just kids being who they are lo and behold a <laughs> a group who was doing these uh these Drag queen story time readings at a public library in Houston has come under scandal because one of their, one of the people doing this, doing these readings, one of the drag queens was discovered to be a, a sex offender against children, a charge some 10 years ago. But here's the story out of Houston. Houston Public Library says a man who entertained children during drag queen story time will not be allowed to return after learning he was charged for the sexual assault of a child in 2008. Albert Alfonso Garza was last seen reading to children at the Montrose Library last September. The library said Friday that a review revealed Garza. I have to laugh because it's just so absurd. I'm not laughing. It's just, he was last seen reading to children. Oh, good. Yeah, great. Okay. Never completed a background check before he was allowed to participate. 
The library said appropriate action is being taken to ensure every participant in every program is verified to ensure similar incidents cannot happen in the future. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. How could they not be background checking <laughs> these people? Oh, my God. How many kids did he diddle uh, at this library? Who knows? Okay, I have one last piece of surprise cringe for you, and it's of oh, the, God. like, blondes disease variety. So here's, uh, here's surprise cringe for the evening. Friends, we have enough humans on the planet. We don't need any more humans. It is not okay for women to have babies and stop contributing to the process under the pretense that they're doing a good thing by staying home and raising children. We don't need children. If you find yourself pregnant, there are options and you can have an abortion. No babies, cut off the baby factories. We have 7.5 billion with a B humans on the planet, that's too much. Women who have babies and stay home to raise them should not be viewed as doing a good thing. That's not a good thing. It's completely not what the situation calls for at all. I'm sorry. Find another way to contribute and be valued. And please, for goodness sakes, don't go into Western medicine. That is, That has become the religion of the 21st century, That's Western true. medicine has. And those people in white coats hold themselves up as priests. They're, they're saying that they know what's true. And often what they say is absolutely crazy. That's true. What? Okay, so obviously I, I have some problems with the stuff that she said. But it's, does she just flail her arms about inexplicably and there's no... There's I no actually, explanation anywhere. I actually tried to investigate to give this more context. She's on ecstasy, right? Or something. I don't know. But I actually have no idea what the context is. I couldn't find it. It's just unexplained. It's an unexplained clip circulated by Jessica Fletcher of The Blaze. And this was going on on Twitter and people were asking, what the hell is this? And there was never really a clear answer. Is this like a feminist drug retreat? Something like that. But they're wearing microphones? Yeah, and I don't know what the like weird kind of dancing bit is, and the that's true, and the big glassy eyes. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Went a little Ashley Judd there for a second. Find another way to be productive, blonde. That's the lesson. Don't be a baby factory. That's I, insanity. I, yet I'm still more perplexed by the behavior of the other woman. I'm most curious to learn is the one in the blue tank the daughter of the old lady on the oh, right? Yeah. Like, is is this a mother and daughter? Are we being lectured about how you should get an abortion by a mother? I need more information. I tried. I did the best I could without devoting an unreasonable amount of time to this. If people have more information, I'll be happy to share. What an awful lady. If you get pregnant, just have an abortion. Yeah, that's not what the situation calls for, Blonde. We have too many people. Oh, my God. I didn't really get the bit about Western medicine. I don't know. That seemed a random thing to tack on. Get get an abortion from uh, a a non-traditional doctor who will, I don't know. Find some Asian to do your abortion. Like, that'll just put a thousand pins in the in the fetus. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that will that'll do it. That'll. That's that'll how we're be, closing uh, out the show. I, as far as surprise cringe goes, I think that one was pretty friendly. That's not a weird. That's just a that's an eyebrow razor. That's not like a that's not a total black pill. You know. I've already lost all faith in humanity, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah, I can't um, do any more damage. <laughs> I just honestly, I just that clip was so weird. I just had to find a place to put it in the show, and it because it's unexplained, it just yeah. didn't really fit anywhere else. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Let's close it out. Okay. Sure. Um, Aaron Nuclear Firearms Policy Coalition was able to get a stay in the bump stock ban in D.C. Oh, good. Courts. 
I, See, I had not heard that. Gadgets podcast for link to court documents after you guys get off. Um, okay, I will cool. put that uh, in a comment on the stream so people are aware. Thanks for updating. Springheel Jack, Matt and I didn't make love because that's gay. But while we were investigating Russian collusion, we found evidence Trump colluded with Israel. So I buried it just like 9-11, Robert. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Edgy. Well, we're, again, demonetized. Brandon Bergian. No need to impeach Trump. He could Trump. He could hardly do a better job of filling the wishes of the establishment. That's why this was allowed to end. He also said, oh, same thing. Sorry, dude, you sent your super chat twice. Which, uh, if you can't get a, if you're looking for a refund, uh, you'll probably get refunded from YouTube anyway. But uh, if you can send me your information, I can I can arrange for that on our end. If you accidentally double sent. Uh, Scott Allen, unredacted reports are not released because those accused of no crime have a Fourth Amendment right to privacy. It's constitutional, right. not yeah. procedural. Also, okay. justice is part of the executive, not legislative. But what if the subject is the president and wants it to be released? I mean, come on. Yeah, you'd think there'd be a way where you could, uh, you know, surrender your own constitutional rights. Right but but that's, I think the, the problem is in that case, it's not just Trump who's implicated. That's true. So everybody yeah. that was implicated would have to be a long list, but maybe you can get all the signatures. I don't know. Uh, Ryan G. Matt and I once made love. He told me to show him the poll and he showed me his after I showed him mine. After all was said and done, we both narrowly avoided indictments for the brutality on display. You guys make me read the worst stuff. Mm. Uh, Boogeyman917. Thanks as always for the sanity safe space. You guys are the tippy tops. Look at that. Don't say that. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez will come to take all our money, and then uh, the New Zealand prime minister will come take our guns later. Philip Frackowitz. <laughs> no need for Thank evidence. You. I have TV, Bill Maher. That's insanity. Yeah. I mean, that is... It, I, it was an off-the-cuff remark, so I try to be... I try to be a little sympathetic, but... I mean, is he admitting that he gets all in, his information from cable news? Is that... Yeah, that did seem to be the admission. <sighs> all right. All right, man. Seagram's Jen, the Mueller subpoena is just like what the Nazis did to make him to make normal Germans do horrible things. You won't shoot him. Shoots guy. Ask next guy. You shoot him. Hmm. That didn't translate, but it made sense. Gotcha. Within the con- yeah. uh, Jason M. Hey, guys, love the show. Keep up the work. Some of us are working on a meetup in Oahu. Oh, cool. If you're a listener and stuck on this rock and want to be involved, please reach out. Keep up the good work. Would you uh, pick up because I've got it in my face? Uh, I will have to refresh. Oh, okay. So. Humanist aggressor. Many thanks for your hard work preparing and producing the show. You can thank Matt for that one. Uh, Ryan Hancock. <laughs> thank you. Thank hey you guys. for the proper credit. Have you heard, have you, uh, heard you talking about kidney stones last Wednesday? I'm going to try and call on this Wednesday with my medical story involving a tracheotomy and kidney stones. Ew. Ooh. Here's some shekels. Thank okay. you. I, I can take over now to... if you need. You need a second. Caleb Sparks says, so do y'all think the border wall will ever start going up? It's gotten worse here in Arizona with border crossings. Thanks for all you do. Uh, no, I think it's... Uh, thanks for all you money ahead. grabbers do. Uh, it's going to be tied up in the courts for a long time. Mm-hmm. I would speculate without any qualification to do so that I think this thing goes down in the courts, but there's plenty of other reputable people who think it survives court challenge. Yeah. But in any case, no matter what, I don't think we're going to see a single brick before the 2020 election, if mm-hmm. ever. At least through this this path. So we'll see. But it's going to be a while. It's going to be a long time. Uh, cuckoo or cuckoo? Is it cuckoo or cuckoo? Yeah. How do you spell cuckoo? I think that cuckoo. is the correct. I think that is the correct pr- uh, spelling of cuckoo. It's just that time of night for me. Please cover Trudeau next week. Our woke bro feminist prime minister 
had a few female caucus members throw him under the bus and he is rambling more than usual. Hot gossip north of the border. We did consider discussing it a little while ago, but we yeah. realized we were too late to the story already, so we scrapped it. Yeah. But if there's we were more like, to we should update, have talked about this two weeks ago if we were going to talk about it at all. Yeah. But if there's more to update, we will return. Thanks for the intel. AZ Archer says, Good evening, bitches. I would like to put out the word for the Phoenix and Tucson listeners for a meetup. You can find on the list under Cody Bastine suggestions. Uh, hope for the email. Uh, hope for the emails and always keep it classy. Well, thanks. And, um, and uh, I hope the event is a success. Steve says, Have either of you seen the Avi Yemeni video where he exposes Jim Jeffries? I did see that. I did not. Uh, make a note to look into it. It's really messed up how much he cut the video, but I can't say I'm surprised. Long story short, he is a he's a he's a Jew he's a like a Jewish guy. He looks like an I don't know like an Arab Jew or something, but he's a, a practicing Jewish guy in uh, in Australia, and he's very much opposed to Muslim migration. And I'm trying to be I might mischaracterize because I'm only familiar with him because of this video. Oh, right. But he is opposed to Muslim migration, so he sits down with Jim Jeffries to talk about it. And he, he pulls the Lindsay Shepard. He lets his phone record the whole interview so you can go and see, okay, this is how the interview went. And then Jim Jeffries' version that gets put on TV is cut up and, and just made into a nonsensical yeah. misrepresentation of what he actually said, made to look, make, try to make him look bad. Um, I wish I could pronounce the guy's name better because people should check this out. It's Avi Yemini. Y- Yemini. Yemini. Okay, yeah, check that out. It's worth a watch. Uh, and thanks for the shout out for him. AK 47 in your face says Trump cucks on everything, even caving to making immigration worse. And suddenly the Mueller probe is closed. Timing is really convenient for all this. I'm about to be an accelerationist <laughs> at this point. Maybe. I yeah. mean, it's like a, that's like reverse. That's like reverse joy. Reed conspiracy theorizing at that point. You don't want to be a reverse joy, but I, <laughs> I, I can understand the frustration for sure. Do you want me to pick up? If you want to, go for it. Uh, Matthew Riley, I can't listen live tonight, but wanted to drop in and give you all some money in celebration of being right for the last two years. Can't ah. wait to listen tomorrow. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you so much. He, ma'am, blonde, I don't think you have dog hair on your face. I think you're secretly doing a Beto impression. No, I <laughs> oh, yeah. lotioned Animated my dogs. face before the show, and so like I think that I just feel like dog hair stuck into the hmm. face. And I just rubbed my face on Caesar again. I don't know, I'm being crazy. Um, Jay says, my wife and I are both lefties when we got married after... 2016, I traded my fedora for a Stahlhelm. Is, hmm. that, is that how you say that? I do, I'm the wrong person to ask. Uh, talking politics with my wife sucks. Red pill your girl before you commit. All your, <laughs> oh, I thought you guys were going to say that you got red pilled together. But that's not how the story went. <gasps> oh, that's good advice. Jozo Zopko, just swinging by to give you the rupees I've collected. Keep up the great work um, of our Lord and Savior, Akali Ma, the destroyer of evil forces. Thank you. Uh, Yamafego, why don't they just ban murder? That would solve these problems. I know, right? Double ban. Um, AK Green Girl, it's very difficult to read lips. I suggest a video titled, Can You Read My Lips? I love you, blonde, but as a mom of two deaf kids, I'm actually thankful when I see interpreters for things like that. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. I, I'm, I, it must be some sort of law there since they're doing it for all of these press conferences. Although I've seen it in the U.S. context, but I suppose it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Thank Although I, I, my intention is not to laugh at it necessarily. However, well, they were doing the gun. <laughs> that like, was the funniest <laughs> case. I'll never forget it. When they, when the, when the, the interpreter, what was the context we talked about with bearing years ago, but the context was an interpreter explaining a mass shooting to the audience and was doing this Tommy gun yeah. style. 
shooting thing. I mean, it's terrible. I get it. It's terrible to laugh at. However, the gesture was very enthusiastic yeah. and very uh, true to form. And you couldn't not laugh at it when you saw it. Fat Hooligan, remember the crossbow ban of 1139 that really put an end to murder, didn't it? Uh, Gabriel Lopez, you fags broke 5K. I'm really happy for you guys. Ahead of time, I'll go ahead and say, fuck you, blonde, for calling me a resident faggot. I didn't do it this time. You can take that. And thanks for helping us get there, Gabriel, man. We appreciate it. We've been there since the get-go. He has been around for a long time calling everyone faggots. (laughs) The Stampede 89 came in late, so I'll see this one hour from now. Did you watch Jesse Lee Peterson's gun debate with Destiny and Vincent James? No. I'm more terrified for when these countries um, or when these countries uh, get metal 3D printers become more widely available. Technology always outpaces law. Yeah, I've heard good things about this, but I find Destiny very difficult to listen yeah. to, so I've been reluctant to listen. But yeah, apparently, i got to check it out. Uh, Jacob, the 12th century papal crossbow ban was put in place because they were powerful enough to pierce a nobleman's armor and thus could upset the social order. All mm. good for use against Muslims, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not know the history of that. I'll have to look it up. Trevor, they can ban your gun for magazine capacity if you convert it to belt-fed. Oh, they can't. Oh, they can't. Yeah, I, 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 I wonder. Yeah, I don't know how the law works on that. Is belt-fed totally immune from... I have no idea. I don't know what that. I don't know the ins and outs of that in the U.S. context. Although I don't think there's a magazine regulation at the federal level anyway. But uh, in certain states or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I'd be interested in learning about that. <laughs> that might be yeah. the loophole. Uh, Miles Kinslow, hey guys, I never hear about the left being radicalized given the rise in violence against Trump supporters and the right. Should people follow Caitlin Bennett, Kent State gun girl? Oh yeah. Example and carry laws. Uh, not, uh carry guns. Example and carry guns. Um. Yeah, probably. I like her a lot. Maybe we should have her on. Not because I, um, she has great hair. <laughs> I mean, generally speaking, I'm not a, a huge fan of just like open carrying a rifle. Uh, you know, I, th- I think it's un- probably a little unfairly intimidating to some people. Yeah, but that that yeah. said, if it is legal, maybe there's a political statement to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I... I don't know. I have conflicting opinions about that, but but I'm glad that in most of this country you have a legal right to do it. BJ and the Bear, my 12-hour Mondays in this order. Um, I drive for a living. One, you guys. Two, Dan Bongino, and three, Ben Shapiro. Thank you. That's a good lineup. Mm. Old squarehead Dan. He he is a non-criminal with a criminal head shape. That's a good lineup, including Ben Shapiro. I mean, what do you? You're just glad he's third. Yes. Thank you, BJ and the bear. Jacob Burgess. Obvious false flag is obvious. The key we should outlaw politicians. They're much more dangerous than a well-armed citizenry. I can't get behind this, um, this Tarrant as a false flag. Like the manifesto just read as way too true and in tune with, with um, internet lingo. Like I just don't think the left would be capable of orchestrating some kind of false flag. Like It'd this. be deep. It'd be yeah. a deep one if that's how it unfolded. Um, Leonis Drafir just got in. I am with both of you. If they try to remove the first and second amendment, then something will have to change. Yes. Mm. Um, Cuddy says, what do you guys think of Shapiro's push for a convention of states? Didn't we talk about this last week? Uh, I'm in favor. Yeah. I don't, I don't see any bad thing that could come out of it. Generally speaking, um, when you talk about the way the states are laid out, conservative values have a, a majority as far as like the, the states are concerned, maybe not necessarily in popular vote, but as far as the states are concerned. So I don't see if you actually succeeded in calling such a convention, I don't see any downside. I don't think yeah. that you're going to get a bunch of like accidentally a bunch of insane progressive 
constitutional amendments passed or something through that route. So, AK, yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't interrupt you. No, go for it. Uh, AK-47, your face. By accelerationist, I mean that I'm not going to constantly fight against the globo homo that is infesting it. At this point, <laughs> might as well support the Yang gang. I got, I got to say, like, I know he believes some stupid stuff and he tried to implement some disastrous economic policies, but I find the guy likable. I saw some hilarious memes about using your $1,000 uh, UBI uh, allowance from Andrew Yang to buy a whole bunch of guns until he shows up to confiscate them because they're banned now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, the world we're headed towards. I know people get really mad when I say this, but I just don't think that I can vote for Trump again. I voted for him because of immigration and then he comes out at the State of the Union and he says he wants more immigrants than ever. Like the distinction between legal and illegal immigrant is not as vast as you would think. Hmm. So I, I just I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it again. He's failed me miserably. Um, Jason M, would you guys be interested in having the hard bastard on the show? I'm not super familiar with his work, but I know of him. I know the name and I've heard good things. So I'd have yep. to take a look. Uh, recent evil uh, Avi Yamini, a pro-Trump Aussie YouTuber, got irrefutable proof of Commie Central's deceptive editing against conservatives. But in yeah. true form, he put the unedited video behind a Patreon perk. Yeah, I did notice that, which <laughs> was the week. one reason I didn't go look at the full tape, unfortunately. I would like to check yeah. out the full tape, but it was behind a Patreon paywall. So I was like, oh, God. I got All right. Reload. Do you want to take over? Eric Ray says, just remember, if you need an AR-15 in New Zealand, there appears to be one in the trunk of every police car on the <laughs> island. I'm sure they have select fire and standard 30 round mags, too. Or at the bottom of every lake, the bottom of the ocean, just offshore. Yeah. Find them all. Uh, thanks for that. Sharp Breath Scorpion. I have a family uh, is uh, is cutting. What's the best way? Jeez, I can't, I can't read this. I have a family is cutting. What's Maybe it's mistyped. Is cutting. What's the best way to get her to stop? Thank you all for what wow, you do. Wow, I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. I, d- I don't know. Uh, or I don't know if it's a joke about cutting. <laughs> I, I, I legit don't know. So if you want to send me an email, Mr. <laughs> Shard Breath Scorpion, yep. I will take a look. And sorry, we, we couldn't uh, understand that one. Um, Caitlin Forrester, have some cucked money before I'm banned from supporting you guys. Thank you for that. Uh, Sourcy, uh, Searshaw, New Zealand's Farmers could just grow non-staple crops this year in protest. Don't grow hmm. a cereal crop and you can throw the government and economy in utter turmoil. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you have to do things like that until they force you to start uh, raising a certain crop for the needs of the state. Yeah, really. And then they collectivize the your farms. Yeah. yeah. JVal90, did you hear about the two Parkland survivors that committed, committed suicide this week? Whoa. Very sad. I'd I did like not hear this at all. That allowing the kids to be politicized was stupid and likely made recovery much harder. I knew of one. I did not girl, hear any news of this. Were like they a really pretty girl? And she just said she she's had horrible survivor survivor's guilt. Her best. Oh, friend was, yeah, I can imagine. So sad. And I can imagine that um, watching David Hogg and Emma. What's her last name? Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Like be the spokesman, the idiot spokesman for all of your people after something horrific happened. I, I can imagine that the recovery that sucks, man. I'll have to look so. into this and, and really the best of their families. Uh, Clay Holiday, the SPLC has a $470 million endowment. Unfortunately, not going anywhere soon. I stand by my claim that the collapse will facilitate the consolidation of power on the left in government. Hmm. That's probably true. Um, and uh, the, the Asian name I can't pronounce. I'm the other half of the DC watch party with Stephen Ignoramus, big fan of the show. I'm also black, you racist. You hear that, SPLC? We got <laughs> one black guy and Miss Malevolent. That's it. 
<laughs> we haven't heard from her for a little it. while. She's in the live chat today. Oh, is she? So much. We haven't, we haven't had her call in, in a little bit. Yeah, Miss Malevit, if you're listening, if you're, if you're listening, if you're listening, call in on. With you me. can't call out tokens like that. Well, I, I love talking to her. It's been a while. <laughs> no, I know. I'm sure she doesn't care, but like. Uh, <laughs> hey, I will. Call we're gonna get. We're gonna accidentally piss off somebody at some point. One day. Uh, Joshy boy, someone needs to invest to invest in squeeze easies black market for guns. Huh, that's a good term. I like that. Um, a big donation from MJMJ regarding SPLC. D's dragged ex-wife into MMF threesome she didn't want. Also hit hmm. on DIL, DIL and numerous acquaintances. In general, a lecherous old man SPLC would not promote blacks above a certain level. Damn. I am not going to be niggardly. Thanks, MJ. You couldn't help it, could you? Julie V, I don't understand why sanctuary cities and states are still getting federal funding. If you aren't following the law, you don't get money. Things will change quickly when money is cut off. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this develops. Joshy boy, what the fuck are these two women smocking? <laughs> smocking, of course, yeah. <laughs> Kale climate. Matt and I once made love in New Zealand. I emptied my magazine all over his chest, and he immediately stripped me of my rights and said, hush, don't say a word. Thank you. Rafael okay. Salvador. Oh sorry. oh, sorry. I need to reload. I thought we were. Um, Matt and it. I did not make love this time. Trump and Ned and Yahoo once did. Trump promised mm. to give him Golan Heights and explore uh, BB Arabs. Hell, Ex explode. And explode. Explode on. <laughs> Around this time, I get pretty illiterate. Uh, Hellholes, if you know what I mean. That's, that's anti Semitic. A reality lobster. Uh, no talk to the proud First Nation peoples that are totally helpless once the welfare check uh, road is flooded. Um, Raphael, I actually, I have not heard about this. Is this in reference to the Midwestern floods? First Nation, that's the Canadian... Canadian Indians. term for Indians. Yeah. But I assume that's... Actually, I have not followed the flood news very much, so... Uh, Nebraska-Iowa flood? I assume, but maybe not. But that leads me to believe he's talking about Canada. I don't know. You point made. We have no idea what you're talking about. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. Uh, Rafael Salvador also forgot to mention congrats on hitting 5,000 watchers. I wish it was a show that I wasn't so itchy. Going to make my part and we'll start giving on Matt's monthly allowance. Well, thanks. Thank so I appreciate everybody letting us know. And, and uh, honestly, we can't make this show and clear those those hurdles without people supporting it. So thank you guys for getting us there. That's, that's really awesome. Thomas B. MSNBC taking the Mueller report hard. They truly are conspiring theory. Uh, conspiracy theory TV. Oh my God, I mm. suck. Joy Reid with Maxine Waters looking like James Brown corpse with a bad wig, crazier than anything I've seen on InfoWars. <laughs> I know she can like hardly speak too. Remember that's why, wasn't that, uh, remember when Bill O'Reilly, that's not why he had to go away, but he got hammered and it was he a huge did. controversy when uh, when he said that that Maxine Waters looks like James Brown and she looks exactly she really like does. James Brown. And I had never made that connection until he said it. And then I was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, we got one more. The human shrug. Looking forward to this being refunded. It'll be like receiving free money. Sort of. <laughs> it's, a, it's a super chat buyback. Look at it that way. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. They'll give you $3 for every $10 yeah. super chat. Do they still keep their 30% processing fee or whatever it is? I wonder. Answers you'll never get from uh, Susan Wiki Wiki. Uh, Redicus. Let's see. I got to catch up with my, my stream labs here. Oh, wait, wait. I got to go back. There's There are more people. Um, Texastentialist says, nothing cute to say this week. Thanks for doing what y'all do. Of course, thanks for tuning in. Simple Farmers back, it says, uh, just correcting the record, I'm from the Republic of the Philippines, not 
Oh, did I say Philadelphia? I probably read Philippines as Philadelphia <laughs> earlier. It's a common it misread. Yeah, you know, I, I sometimes have to hustle through these. So that's my mistake. Anyway, keep staying awesome. And uh, and due to time zones, you live your live stream is an amazing way to start a Monday. Well, I'm glad that uh, that it's helping you out on a Monday morning. And sorry about the geographical confusion. Radicus says, why in the hell is there? Uh, God, I hate the way. Hold on. I got to widen the page because of the way Streamlabs formats this stuff. I need to email them and tell them this, this system sucks. Yeah. Why in the hell is there just doors in the front yard plus boarded up windows? I think they were putting a Chris Rock and they were pulling a Chris Rock and calling them out for being. <laughs> I think they were pulling a Chris Rock and calling them out for being hard R instead of A. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, I have, I have to agree with the hag. Anyone that needs, uh, anyone that listens to her needs their tubes tied. And if you are the medical version of anti-vaxxers, you need to follow those remedies until they die. Okay. And Michu says the authors of the so-called squared hoax, Peter Bogosian, James, oh yeah. Uh, The guys who did the, the gender studies hoax, Peter Bogosian, James Lindsay, Helen Pluckrose are in Germany this week. Cool. Being honored as heroes of science. Well, good. I'm surprised Europe is honoring them. Yeah. That puts that's what's a little bit of shame to us that we have have punished them so far, or at least are trying to. Um, are you wrapped up on that? Because I got I'm some all clarification yeah. about sharp breath scorpion. People are saying oh. that he has a, a member of his family that's um, harming herself, self harm. Okay. What what does she do about that? I would. Uh, l- I w- I'll say this. I'm not qualified. Like I, I'm very hesitant to give advice in such a scenario because I'm not a not a professional in that. Appeal to uh, a professional, I would say. I if mean. if I can offer anything, any kind of support, uh, I'm happy to exchange emails. Send me an email, and yeah. uh, I'll do that. Um, and I, I'm willing to offer thoughts with the caveat that, like, we are do not, not listen therapists. to me, yeah. right? Um, but, but thanks for supporting the show and I'm, and I'm happy to catch up with you on email if that. If and there works. are a lot of, um, psychiatrists that do deal specifically with self-harm. If that makes it any easier. I, this was useless advice. <laughs> it's totally useless. We're like, ask somebody better. <laughs> Def, but well, in such a serious circumstance, that is good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I am happy to speak on by email if, if you choose that anyway, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, nope. Just going to go wash my face of all the dog hair. Dinner time too. I'm excited. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in live, making it a record night, by the way, 5,000 plus people watching, never done that before. And, uh, we appreciate everybody who's tuning in live, making it a part of their Sunday night. And of course, everybody who's super chatting and, uh, supporting on Streamlabs and elsewhere who make it possible for us to grow the show to that extent so thank you guys we very much appreciate it and that's a uh, that's a community achievement uh, anyway um if you're listening later on youtube or on on an audio platform or where you listen on demand thanks as well for supporting the show you can get more of the show on those audio platforms itunes uh or apple podcasts whatever they call it soundcloud stitcher uh they're all linked in the description for you you can also send us an email that's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. We will be back next Sunday with more of the show. Because if it's Sunday, it's not Meet the Press. Sorry, Chuck Todd. Whatever the saying is. It's Beauty in <laughs> the Beta. We'll see you then. Maybe Sargon will be here. Yeah, really. Bye, Coming guys. for you. All right. See ya. Have a good night.